From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Yep. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is seven minutes past the hour, and I am very grateful for a settlement that was announced just minutes ago because we now will pick up. I'm going to comment a few minutes, but we have picked up 15 to 30 minutes of on-air time because had there been a rail strike and this got close, the deadline tonight at midnight, a nationwide rail strike would have been catastrophic, especially with this weak Biden economy. I guess he's going to be taking credit for uh, saving the republic today and that liar press secretary. I'll tell you what, lying is on, I mean, it is on parade right now. Stacey Abrams said she has never, ever, even once said that Brian Kemp didn't win the election. She has never said what she has said a thousand times, if not 10,000 times. I mean, they're lying big. Warnock is saying he never uh, ever said anything about defunding the police and things like that. I mean, it's it's just amazing what's going on. But if this rail strike had happened, you were looking at a $2 billion minimum per day disaster. 60,000 workers would have been out. 7,000 trains directly impacted and it would have been more than that because others who use the different um rail lines also wouldn't have been able to run it would have been horrific but fortunately the rail unions and the rail lines have a tentative deal and a strike has been averted good news see how you see how you like this one Joe Biden is in Delaware every single week. They shut the White House down by 12 noon on Friday. He is gone every single week. But again, I guess in keeping with his um, his limitations, he forgot to vote. So he took the entire apparatus of Air Force One and all its costs, which I understand to be about one hundred and eighty thousand dollars per hour and he flew on tuesday to vote i'm glad he voted but he could have easily cast an early ballot at any time and again if trump did this you know barack obama and michelle obama remember they shut down new york city it's 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 glorified. It's it's beautiful. You should be thrilled that you're inconvenienced by such splendor and wonder. If Trump did any of this stuff, they go bananas. And you know it's true. And of course the Democrats, they're the kind, the gentle, the loving side. It's Republicans that are hateful and all of this. You've got I'll tell you I've never seen this version 
I think Charlie Crist is a horrific human being. Forget about failed politician. I mean, this guy, Chameleon, that's an understatement. He was a Republican. Then he was an independent. Then he was a Democrat. And I, I'm telling you, I know this. He is on an absolute kamikaze mission. They know it. They know he can't beat Ron DeSantis. So what are they doing? And the Democrats at large know they can't beat Ron DeSantis. So they have this Charlie Crist running a kamikaze mission. There's no doubt in my mind about it. So the latest situation is Charlie Crist, and it's on video, calling Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSatan. And then, and then incredulously, he's comparing his name to Christ. These Democrats are, they're polluted. They're diseased. I really like what Ron DeSantis did yesterday. He sent two private planes of illegals to Martha's Vineyard. And after all, all those beautiful people, you know they're all for sanctuary cities and things like that. So it should be nirvana. I don't know what everybody's complaining about. What a great idea. Charter flights with illegals to Martha's Vineyard. Keep it going. I think they should send multiple buses and planes to Nancy Pelosi's street. And I feel bad because obviously, you know, there's a whole bunch of innocents uh, that get impacted by this kind of stuff, too. But you listen to how they go bananas about this. And they call them all kinds of names and you're so hateful and this and that. Well, what are you talking about? What, Florida can get crushed? Texas and Arizona? They can all get just completely disproportionately bombarded. But if you get a couple of bus loads or a couple of plane loads, you go bananas. And some of them were even declaring emergencies. I love it. Quote, Florida can confirm the two planes with illegal immigrants that arrived in Martha's Vineyard were part of the state's relocation program to transport illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations. <laughs> that is a direct quote from Governor DeSantis. Quote, states like Massachusetts, Cal- uh, New York, and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they have invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration through their designation as sanctuary states and support for the Biden administration's open border policies. And as we opened up with these incredible lies that are being told by these Democrats, uh, with a straight face, the White House, uh, Jean-Pierre, all of them, they keep saying what a great job they're doing and that we have closed borders. And, and the audacity of this provocateur politician from the podium, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, 
She said they are fixing the broken immigration system that, quote, the previous administration left us. This is the level of blatant dishonesty that we're talking about. There were an estimated 50 Venezuelan migrants, some of them children brought to Martha's Vineyard Regional High School for snacks and shelter before being cared for by migrant shelters in Edgerton. Good. Take good care of the illegals that you brought into this country. You should get them all. I I really believe that every blue state should get every single illegal immigrant. Because you're the ones that push this. You're the ones that want this. But you only want it if it can be somewhere else. You, you don't want it in your city, in your state, in your backyard. I think it's very, very fitting. Uh, you got to credit uh, Governor Abbott because he started it. And then I forget the other governor. Um, I guess, could, could it be the Arizona governor? I don't remember. And then, of course, now DeSantis. Fantastic. After the break, I'm going to once again demonstrate to you what I have long maintained. Uh, and this was before anybody was even thinking about it or talking about it because I just knew it. They're never going to stop with the investigations and the criminal attempts of criminal prosecution of President Trump. There are so many fake, completely made up things that they're turning into allegedly serious investigations. I'll tell you the latest one when we come back. Charlie Christ. Wow, he's he's uh, he is special. And and uh, Ron DeSantis is Ron DeSatan, and he he is Christ. He's not even the Christ child. He's he's Christ. Sick, isn't it? We'll be back. Here's our Fox News commentary with Tommy Laren. Fox News commentary. The man who beheaded his ex-girlfriend in broad daylight and is, wait for it, an illegal immigrant. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families since 9-11. U.S. Army Specialist Jason Wheeler is one such hero. He re-enlisted after 9-11, but training accident injuries left him unable to walk. Specialist Wheeler and his family received a mortgage-free smart home that's custom designed for his needs. Help heroes like Jason and their families join Tunnel to Towers' mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. Jose Rafael Solano Landera was arrested and charged late last week with beheading his ex-girlfriend outside her apartment building in San Carlos, California. She leaves behind two young daughters. And if that wasn't heinous enough, we now know, thanks to immigration sources, that Jose is an illegal immigrant. He entered the country from Venezuela on a tourist visa 10 years ago and never left. How could this be? Well, don't forget, California is a sanctuary state that prevents local law enforcement from working with ICE to get these criminal aliens off the street. But it gets worse. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, not only did he allegedly behead his ex, not only is 
seen illegal. He's also a criminal alien with a rap sheet that includes rape, a charge he served only three months probation for. He remains in jail for his latest beheading offense, but given it's California, who knows how long that'll last. Rest easy, Californians. Your leaders are concerned with protecting and shielding illegals. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. From the world's playground. This is Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we are back 22 minutes past the hour. So I mentioned right before the break, and it just continues to reinforce what I've been telling you, that President Trump, and I maintained this before any of it really even started, that he would be under investigation for the rest of his life. They're never, ever going to stop. Even when he becomes president again, these ghouls, goblins, they're still going to be at it. We have such a problem. I don't I, I hate to say this, but I really believe and I know it's not going to happen, but the FBI needs to be disbanded. And something has to be reimagined. Completely law enforcement. There's just it's just so at the top, infected. I mean, look at them. Look what they're doing. Look at these people they're going after and how they're doing it and who they don't go after. Later in the hour, I'm going to tell you about the gall of Nancy Pelosi. And of course, they don't go after her. They don't go after her husband. They don't go after Hillary. It's interesting who they go after, isn't it? Trump, or anyone that's close to Trump. And it doesn't matter who you are. Look at this lady that nobody knows. Bob Progner's wife's, uh, or what is it? Bob Progner's sister-in-law's friend. This woman publicly announced her support for Trump. The next thing you know, she's got the FBI all over her. It's unbelievable. And I guarantee you, the fine men and women that get told to do these things for the most part can't stand it so here's the latest garbage headline trump faces new legal problem in doj pressure allegations now your usual suspects these democrat maggots they're now starting committee hearings on whether or not president and it's never whether or not then they don't want to vindicate him this is them saying he's already guilty before they even start that you know those are also the ground rules everything that's un-american is what they do and what they stand for so this new book that's coming out from some other democrat member of the media is saying that president trump needs to be investigated into allegations he pressured the department of justice to investigate his political opponents. So this is the this is the next thing. I'll tell you what, he has to be so incredibly squeaky clean because look how they've come after him. What did Navarro call it? They're hitting him from I think I have it here somewhere. He said it exactly right. I hope I can find it. I know I read it. I just don't know if I printed it, hope I did. If not, I'll have to. Um... By the way, I did see that um, item that Tommy Lahren just talked about 
that they want to vacate a serial murderer's conviction. It's um, it's wild times. I got to tell you, wild times. I don't think I'm going to have it. Nope. I guess I didn't print it. But this, uh, Navarro said it exactly right, how they are just hitting Trump from every single direction. They're just they're Look, they can't beat him. So they're just trying to make him so incredibly toxic that the American people will just go, oh, I just can't know more of this. I can't stand it. I want remember Biden got in there kind of sort of because of the zombie election, the mail in election and all these things. They changed the way they changed the voting. And a lot of people believe a lot of cheating that Democrats are extremely willing to do. Add up all these things. And and that's how this unimaginable result happened. But they want to stop Trump. At at anything that's required to do that. They will justify it. Coming up in the seven o'clock hour, your calls, which we always look forward to. And we've been very busy. Uh, with your calls every time we're an open forum. We look forward to that. 609-407-1450. I was absolutely thrilled about this reversal. See, I don't know if you've been picking up on this, but the Democratic candidates, they're all doing the same thing. Democrat candidates for Senate especially, they're not debating their opponents And then they blame their opponents for the reason why. This is what the Democrats are doing these days. I know I can't. He's just too radical and uh, hateful. And no, no, I I can't debate. What? Who, Who invented this crap? So here's what's happening. They 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 miscalculated. They and Fetterman is in there, too. This guy, come on. Have you seen him? Holy Toledo. My God. It, it's, it's like the Frankenstein monster. But none of them want to debate. But guess what? They're all going to have to debate because everything is turning around. Ron Johnson, I never believed it, but he allegedly trailed his opponent, Mandela Barnes. By seven points. Ron Johnson now leads in one poll by three and in another by one. But if you go to likely voters, it's better. And, you know, that's my predisposed position that why would you be polling unlikely voters And then falsely report to the American people on purpose an inaccurate impression. And I'll tell you what, you have no idea the amount of money that has been spent to try to take Ron Johnson down. That's a Ron Johnson. We're not all Ron Johnsons, but that's a Ron Johnson we can be proud of. Uh, He I'll tell you, he is terrific amazingly so this guy has been so courageous you know the the fbi smeared him too 
I don't know if you heard about this, but they did a fake briefing with him. But it was pretty much like what they did to General Flynn. It was a complete lie. And then they leaked information that made Ron Johnson look like he was under investigation, like he's a bad guy. I mean, it's to the point where you can't meet with these people. You just have to say, get lost. I don't have to talk to you. Get out. Beat it. Scram. I'm telling you right now, don't talk to any of these people. I mean, the woman that uh, Progner knows, she was in great danger, great jeopardy talking to these people. They're grabbing you. They're taking your cell phones. They're putting anybody they want in leg irons and handcuffs. I mean, this is this is this is an America we don't even recognize what's going on right now. These people have to be stopped. And the way you stop them is by winning elections. I'm not done with this point. We'll continue it on the other side of the break. And, oh, my gosh, I'm going to update you. But we've been so busy on the digital platform. I hope you take the opportunity to see the work that we're putting out that we really never even get a chance to share on the air much of it. It's like an entirely different platform uh, and a ton of important content. I'll tell you a few of them coming up now. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. Kyrie Hurley with three stories that you can follow on the WPG Talk Radio app, WPGTalkRadio.com. I had an exclusive interview. It was wide-ranging with Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds, and we talked about the potential for a first-ever mental health court in the state of New Jersey. Check it out. It's a game-changer if it happens. A racial slur has been placed on the dormitory door of an African-American student at a New Jersey university. We have the story, and we have many more, including an Absecan man has been indicted. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zarrow. Humidity getting completely zapped from the atmosphere this morning. Today will be the coolest day of the week, but really our stretch of spectacular September weather continues. It'll be sunny and breezy today. High temperature around 77 degrees. Pretty chilly tonight, low 52. It'll stay clear and dry. Mostly sunny and pleasant tomorrow. High temperature around 78. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Explore Banana Republic Fact. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome back early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's number one news talk radio station, all because of you and we know it. Now, the reason I said I'm not done with the Senator Johnson thing is I went into the tabulars of this poll. And I can't get everything I want, but I know there's something up with this thing, even though Johnson leads. Because get a load of this. In the last poll that they did, and this is the Marquette University Law School, the last poll that they did, Barnes, and in case you don't know, he's a lieutenant governor, and he's one of the most radical elected officials that you've ever not known, I'm telling you. Unbelievable. To to quote the late, great Tom Hurley, this guy is a real beaut. But in the last poll, Barnes led 
Johnson allegedly with independent voters, 55 percent to 40 percent. Now Johnson leads by two points with independent voters. So I don't I don't believe the results of this poll. I believe that Johnson is leading by even more than one to three points. I mean, if you turn this thing around, it's a 17 point swing. Come on already. And uh, I don't know how I missed it, but I had the Peter Navarro story. I thought I did. I even remember writing notes on it. And uh, I went through the uh, stack of stuff I have and it wasn't there, but yet it was there. So either I just missed it or it stuck to another page or whatever. But during the break, it was just right there. So Peter Navarro, and this was the quote, he said, the FBI and the Department of Justice are pulling a dragnet on former President Donald Trump and his close associates. Do you see how much interest they have in Trump, in Trump allies in January 6th, but they have no interest in an entire year of Democrats encouraging their criminal base to beat people up, break things, burn things, loot, don't worry, we got your back. You'll be out before you know it. Keep keep it up. Keep up the good work. You're good for our business. God, how they could ever thought that that was a working strategy. Navarro also said, if Trump did the inside trading that Pelosi and other members of Congress do, they would be criminally charging Trump. I have no doubt about that. Quote, we got Pelosi and her husband and key Democrats making money off the backs of the American people in the stock market based on insider information. So I would ask the FBI, the Department of Justice and everyone in between, where the hell are the subpoenas there on insider trading? That's Navarro publicly. Interesting and a pretty good point, don't you think? Quote, if anybody in the Trump administration had ever done anything like that, they would have been all over them. This is how corrupt and how weaponized our DOJ is now and the IRS and every every possible agency that they can use to work against anyone they perceive as an enemy that they must take down. Quote, there's been discussion about it and this just recently, this morning, actually, in the committee. The California Democrat, that's uh, Pelosi, said, quote, we've been going back and forth and refining things and talking to members about what they think will work. And we believe we have a product that we can bring to the floor. Oh, really? So you're going to you're going to bring something to the floor akin to you can't trade stocks the way that you used to. But you also simultaneously say you haven't done anything wrong. So therefore, huh, what, what's what's the what's the need then? Everything they do is a lie. Everything they say is a lie. They tell you, Biden, oh, no, I'm not worried about inflation. You're not. About 80 percent of America is. And the other 20%, who knows who you are? You're sick. 
The numbers are unbelievable. After the break, I'm going to give you a list that I've put together, and it's incomplete. It's it's just some of the problem areas. And see what you think of it. And then before you know it, we'll be at the top of the hour and to open forums. So hang in there on the phone lines uh, because we're going to go to your calls right after the break. You'll be the first caller if you hang in there in open forum, which is the entire 7 o'clock hour. John Zarek at 8, 9 o'clock. You're going to like it. We'll uh, talk about it when we get there. 609-407-1450. We'll have open phone lines coming up right after the top of the hour. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me this afternoon at 3. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hey, thank you, Sean. 49 minutes past the hour. All right, let me share the best advice that I think we can all give to the National Republicans right now. Number one, and this is in no particular order. They're all really important. Number one, the candidates that are running, don't let the Democrat media get you fighting with other Republicans. They're all doing it now. They're all, if you have Rick Scott on or you have Herschel Walker on, they want to get everybody fighting and saying, uh, do, will you support Mitch McConnell if Republicans get the majority? Don't even get into any of that. Say we are just totally focused on winning the majority so that we can fix America that Joe Biden and his team have broken so badly. We're not even going to talk about it doesn't matter. We're, we're going to be in the majority. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about that. Oh, does that mean you're not? We're not talking about that. Don't let them go to you, bait you into that. Number two. And, and by the way, Mitch McConnell is working against the Republican candidates. So here's what you do. You support him now or say nothing about him now. But don't do an act of omission that they can then report that you've done something adverse towards Mitch McConnell. Let him be. And when it's all over, I would like to see Rick Scott be the next majority leader. He is fighting like hell for the Republican candidates. All right. Secondly, somebody... Please take Lindsey Graham to the home for the next 53 days and Lindsey, shut the hell up. Okay, there, that's taken care of. Because if if they follow these things, they're going to win. There's no doubt in my mind that they're going to win. And then it'll be Joe Biden out there with not none of the candidates wanting to be seen with them. They want to tell us how great he's doing. Oh, his polls numbers are coming back. How come nobody wants to campaign with him then? The only places he'll be able to go are districts like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Nancy Pelosi. He'll be able to go to to anybody won't go there because he pretty much just hangs out in Delaware and he'll cross over the state line in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania a little bit. He doesn't really go that many places. You know, he'll take Air Force One. Uh, to Delaware to vote and to go, you know, pitch uh, $80,000 vehicles. Tell me this guy's not tone deaf. On the day of horrible uh, consumer price index numbers, he is having a self-indulgent 
congratulatory, self-congratulatory victory celebration of the great job that they're doing. Because after all, Corinne Jean-Pierre continues to maintain that this is the greatest economy in American history. They're, they just lie big. They lie about everything. Best economy in history, even though it's the worst. It's just about the worst. These numbers rival Jimmy Carter. They just report them differently now. So they look only half as bad, but they're just as bad. They're just reported differently. Kirk has been telling you that on this program. I have. Sean Hannity has. That's the reality there. So it's the greatest economy. Remember, if you follow my Hurley doctrine of everything that they say is a lie and that everything that they say, the exact opposite is is the truth. For example, Corinne Jean-Pierre has said at least a thousand times that how great a job they're doing and that the border is closed and that the border is secure and that they are fixing the problems left to them from the previous administration. She said it again yesterday. Meanwhile, everything that was working beautifully, they stopped. They broke it. And of course, they lie. And then they blame the last guy. This is why I keep telling everybody that, oh, I don't know if he's going to run. Do you think Trump is going to take this crap? That he's going to allow them to undo his policies that worked and then blame him for what they've done? He's running. He's running whether he's indicted. Hey, look at me. I'm indicted. I'm running. He's running. Understand, I have never wavered in that assessment. In fact, I have I have the opportunity. I'm going to I'm going to be able to cash in. I'm going to be having dinner at a wonderful gourmet restaurant. Because of my steadfast guarantee that Trump will be running for president. The only thing I ever left open was would he declare before the midterm, which I did not think was the right strategy or because they wanted look, that, that's what they've done. He didn't declare. So, then, oh, my God, if he would have declared, we could have just made him the issue because of that. Now we'll go raid his ass. And and then we'll say, hey, we, we raided him. Trump's raided. And they make him the issue. Because they can't defend one thing. They keep saying they've done a great job. Tell me where. And now I'm going to back it up. Here's where we are. None of this was in effect until they got there. This is just some of the problems. This inflation crisis is you cannot overstate how serious this is. 80% of the American people are feeling the hurt. Meat is up 6.7%. I don't believe that. I believe it's much more, but that's the reported number. Eggs are up 39.8%. Fish up 8.7%. Milk up 17%. Fruits and vegetables up 9.4%. Coffee is up 17.6%. Let me go to the energy sector now because energy prices are surging. And this is straight from the August U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, just in case you're thinking, hey, he just makes this stuff up and it's not true. Uh, On the first list of items I gave you, all those different food items, 
That was year-over-year change directly from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, August 2021 versus August 2022. So again, uh, not my numbers, the official numbers. I say they're even worse and that they lie. Because why do I say that? Because that's what they do. Liars who lie about lying. Now, energy prices are surging. And again, this is August energy prices. U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. Fuel oil is up 68.8%. Gasoline is up 25.6%. Utilities up 17.2%. Electricity up 15.8%. I have more. Travel prices are surging. These numbers, again, are the August numbers directly from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. See how we do that? Not opinion, just facts. And again, I believe all these numbers are worse than they are reported. Airfare, up 33.4%. Gas, up 25.6%. Hotels, up 4.5%. Now let me give you uh, the latest on inflation. Because this is Inflation Nation. And again, where did I go? I went right to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. I went all the way back to 2002. 2002, we had very, very low inflation. Extremely low. In the 1% to 2% range. As we went through the, what were they called? The aughts through we'll say 2009 into 2010, it was upwards to 3 4% thereabouts. You actually had a period of time in about 2008, 2009, where actually it was below zero. Then in, from 2010 to 2020, it was very steady, traded in a range of zero to like 3%, usually lower than that, though. Then this amazingly fantastical, beautiful thing happened. Biden becomes the president of the United States, and we go from less than 2% to 9-plus percent, and we're now at 8.3%. Inflation. Now, what would be the reason for that? I went back 20 years of very low inflation. And the difference is the policies of Joe Biden. And because everything Joe Biden has done for 50 years is always wrong. You can always bank on it. I mean, they don't want to they don't want to execute the terrorists that were the masterminds of 9-11-2001. And why are they, 21 years later, why are they not tried yet? And that many of them are morbidly obese because they, they have food like you can't believe. They have facilities like you can't believe. I mean, they're, they're actually living better than many, many free people in this country very elaborate sports fields and hammocks for their Qurans, uh, unbelievable menu, personal chefs. Wow. 
Your calls are next. You can't make this up. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the Morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Welcome back. Six minutes past the hour. As promised, Wide Open Forum begins right now. 609-407-1450. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. First of all, a little bit of fluff. That was a lovely picture that you posted of you and your brother with Mrs. DePampolis. Oh, thank very, you. Very, very good picture. Yeah, actually, Don posted that, but, uh, you know, close enough. Yes, uh, that was at the Summers Point uh, summer concert series, and that was during John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Thank I you. was there. I was there. Very good. Thank you. Very just outstanding show. Yes. Okay. First thing I'm going to that that's the first thing. Secondly, I'm disappointed that you consider Phil Murphy a friend. I think he's decimated, destroyed, stomped on, and ruined this state. Thirty-seven percent of the people that closed their businesses because he made them are not reopening. He, I, th- I think he's horrible. But let me ask you, though, what happened in our country? You always used to be able to disagree with someone politically, and you could still like them. Why does that, why, why did that change? And, and it, it's, it's changed both ways. If you support Trump, I mean, I have people that because I support Trump don't like me, that used to like me a lot. I mean, what happened in our country? Why, why do we talk like this? Because now politics are touching us in our homes, in our pocketbooks, everything. Politics are touching everything. And I, I, I just despise what Phil Murphy has done to this country. Yeah, he's a great eulogist. Yeah, he's a schmoozer. Yeah, he's very social and nice and he butterflies around. But I can never forgive him for what he's done to this state. And I didn't vote for him anyway, obviously. But, you know, it's, it's, ooh, he, he has just hurt us irreparably in this state, in my opinion. Maybe you don't think so. Well, no, a lot of people's opinion. But it's like the country, very divided. This was basically a 50-50 election. As many people uh, like him as don't like him and voted for him. And he barely, you know, squeaked out a very, very close win over the gentleman who I believe will be the next governor, Jack Chitterelli. I like Governor Murphy personally. I disagree with his philosophy of governance. I think that I am right in the way that I live my life. I think this ugliness that has taken root in our country. I mean, it's it's people have divorced over politics. I mean, what happened to when people never even used to talk about who they voted for or anything like that. You never knew if your teacher was a Republican or a Democrat or anything. This politics is completely corrupting and infecting the quality of life in our country. These are, by the way, these are two separate conversations. I strenuously disagree with ultra left Democrat socialism type philosophy of governance, but I can still like people 
that I disagree with politically? Why is that wrong? Well, well, you've got a stronger stomach than I have. I guess I do, but I also believe that, you know, people are more than just what they do and what their job is. You know, I, I'm I'm a much, you know, I'm a complex person. I'm not just a talk show host. That's just what I do. He's just the governor. And personally, he's a good guy. So I like good people, uh, even if I disagree with them politically. That's the way our country used to be. I got a bird's eye view in 1995 in January when I took this program to the Capitol building and broadcasted for three days consecutively. And I saw Republicans and Democrats who disagreed with each other politically strenuously that got along great, dined together, socialized. You don't see any of that anymore. Here in this area, Tom Foley will tell you, uh, God rest his soul, Fred Nichols would tell you, Ken Lefevre, Frank Blee, Kirk Conover, whether it was a split assembly team, which we had many times of a one Democrat and one Republican, they used to drive to Trenton together. Did you know that, Jenny? Yes. Because it used to be, hey, we don't think alike politically, but even even that, there's not that much difference. You know, you could maybe put a credit card through the real differences back then to now. It is it is hatred. I mean, could you imagine Vince Mazio and uh, Chris Brown driving together or or any other version of uh, a Democrat and a Republican? It, it supports my whole concept of that the whole country is broken. It's meaner than a junkyard dog. Everybody's supposed to hate each other. And if you're on different sides politically, you're supposed to despise one another. I'm not living my life that way. It's too short. Well, Harry, you don't have to live your life that way, but I'm telling you the reality. The reality is what you said. I lived across the street from Frank Lee for 25 years. I know exactly what you're saying. Okay? Now, what what galls me is... he, it, Phil Murphy is so reprehensible in his politics. I mean, he, he's a Soros guy. I could not have a conversation with him about kids, about the weather, about travel. I, I couldn't. I couldn't be a phony and act as though I liked his politics. Yeah, but see, that's the whole point. I mean, look how you just jaded the whole thing. I'm not even taking it personal because... What you just said, I could start to to retort. What what are you saying? I'm a phony. I can't like someone that you don't like. Uh, I can't have a conversation you can't have. That's you. I have chosen not to live my life that way. I don't hate anybody. I'm a very forgiving person. I'm very strong in my beliefs. I know when I'm right. I know when I think I'm right. I'm persuadable in many, many uh, aspects, and I'm always working on trying to be a better person. I'm not going to hate people. I mean, you you have visceral hatred for him and his policies that you extend to the man personally, and you don't even know him. He's a great family man. He's a great dad. He's a great husband. He's a good friend, and I don't mean just to me. He's good to his friends. Uh, He's a kind person. Uh, He's twisted as hell in terms of socialist Democrat type you know, f- philosophy, leanings. Uh, but you can disagree with someone at that level and they don't become like uh, Charlie Crist calling Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSatan. 
I mean, this is where our country is right now. I understand. Well, you're better than I am. I'm not better. I'm just different. You're better. No, no, I will call you better. Okay. Uh, What I want to ask you, uh, you know, instead of playing bumper cars like a little kid on the boardwalk yesterday, why the hell wasn't Biden working on this strike business? Well, well, I mean, in fairness, he had his guy, um, Marty Walsh, and the guy worked for like 20-some straight hours, uh, and at at around the 5 o'clock hour this morning, I think it was even mid-late 5 o'clock hour, they got the tentative deal. They were working on it, Ginny. Biden wasn't, but they were working on it, and they got it done. All right. They got it done. Marty Walsh. Yes. That's who negotiated the deal. I, I, this is, I mean, such serious, serious stuff is going on. By the way, on this point you're making, my gosh, if this would have happened in the economy that we have right now, it's not just the $2 billion a day that would have been lost. It would have been the supply chain catastrophically impacted 60,000 workers, 7,000 trains, and not just the trains that bring the the goods, which is huge, but it would have been all the passenger trains that use and cross over the similar similar lines that were already canceling uh, many of their trains. So this was huge that this was averted. It would have been it would have been devastating. Well, here's here's one more thing. I recently had to take a trip, um, not not fun and games uh, someone had died and i'm probating all this without with someone that didn't make a will if you can imagine oh yeah hey look, you know i can imagine well, i know here, i know attorneys that don't, don't have wills i do too anyway i drove to tennessee and drove back and i went two different routes all over the south i see trump will rise again trump 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 yeah all over, and all Republican signs. I mean big farms on the silos. I mean painted. I think people are so upset. People are so sick and tired of what's going on. And they see every single day. Hey, listen, Jenny, I've got to run to the break. I'm going to so thoroughly agree with what you're saying. It's not even funny. There is something going on right now that the Democrat media is intentionally not letting the American people in on it that's going on because they want to get people doubting like, hey, the Democrats are really leading right now. I I didn't know that they're they are trying one of the biggest okie doke scams in American history. This is going to be epic. What's going to happen on November 8th? I can't wait. I can't wait to see their faces. Oh, there must have been late, late shifting, you know, uh, late deciders went Republican. It's going to be epic. Follow what's really going on. Herschel Walker is winning. Oz is closing in. You're going to have uh, Laxalt win in Nevada. Uh, two of the three of those are pickups. This is going to be just fine. And let me end with this. I like you a lot, Ginny, and I like it when you challenge me. So don't ever stop. I want to ask you one more thing. Yeah. I want you to talk a little bit about Kevin McCarthy. Where do you think he's going? I know where he's going. Uh, he's going to be the Speaker of the House. In January. Oh, I hope so. He is. He's got it. I hope so. Yeah. Yep. He's got it. Okay? And I love what DeSantis did, don't you? Oh, my <laughs> God. I, if you didn't hear my earlier comments, I celebrated it. For those who don't know, he sent two private planes of illegals to Martha's Vineyard. And he said they shouldn't be complaining. 
uh, they're sanctuary cities and they're, they believe in sanctuary states. They should be celebrating this. Uh, we have to do more of that. We need to send them to Nancy Pelosi and to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Send them all, all to their friends, all to the people that believe that we should have open borders and all of this. Good, good stuff, Jenny. Thank you. I w- can yeah. I say one more Real thing? Real quick. Okay. Women are crossing over the uh, barricades and the fences and everything, and they're, they're squeaking through the uh, barbed wire. They're wearing camouflage, and their hair is bleached blonde, so they can more easily assimilate. The camouflage uniforms enable them to get through the barbed wire. Mm. Well, hey, look, uh, Biden invited them. I mean, everything he has done, everything he has said, uh, leaving the the country uh, susceptible to this, this is what they want. And then they lie and say that Trump, they're fixing what Trump broke. These numbers are all theirs. These numbers were completely uh, not in place, eradicated with Trump policies that Biden overturned on day one. Uh, So uh, thanks for the call, Jenny. Have a great day. More of your calls coming up right after this. Here's Sean Hannity. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute. Yesterday, we get numbers, Bureau of Labor Statistics. Prices still rising at a 41-year high and up more than economists expected. And that's despite the artificial reduction in, in the price of gasoline, still about $2 more than when Donald Trump was president per gallon. Food prices up double digits. Electric bills are surging up nearly 16%. And it's an unmitigated disaster. And people now are making decisions. They're foregoing vacations. They're foregoing going out to dinner. You know, we have now a tight labor market, which often goes along with the interest rate hikes that we're now seeing. And it's only going to get worse. And so it's is is any of this worth celebrating? Check out the Sean Hannity radio show later today, right here. A so-called ally viciously attacked them. Time for the cover-up to end. JusticeForLiberty.org. The explosion hit. It was like incredible wind. And everything immediately went black. I was gurgling a mixture of seawater and oil. And everybody else in that space was killed. 34 men killed, 174 men wounded. There was blood everywhere. And Congress just looked the other way. JusticeForLiberty.org. Paid for by F. Americans New. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Set the first button on your car radio for South Jersey's talk station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back 25 minutes past the hour. 609-407-1450 phone lines. A log jam at the moment. Let's keep uh, taking your phone calls, which we love to do. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Morning, Harry. Morning. You know, I don't know if the, if the Democrats realize this, but what they're engaged in right now, they're engaged in the process of getting Donald Trump reelected. And I say that because 
one of the main reasons people voted for Donald Trump was because of the deep state, the corruption in the government that they wanted him to clean out. And everything that the Democrats are doing proves all the more just how corrupt and how deeply the corruption goes in the government. So they keep doing these things. This is the most investigated man, I would say, in the history of the world. And, and after 40 or 50 years in the public eye, they haven't been able to bring him down. So it's true what you're saying. It's, it's not about bringing him down. It's about just making him toxic, thinking that no one will vote for him. But the, but the opposite will happen. When you're going after a man that everyone knows is innocent, and you're using the full power of the government to do that, weaponizing the DOJ, et cetera, then you're, you're, you're doing those things which precisely which got Donald Trump elected the first time. Let me add to that. The people that like him are incensed, so it motivates them even more. But there are also fair-minded people that maybe haven't been enormous supporters that say, whoa. This is, after all, still America, and this is just a bridge too far. This is out of control what's going on. And even people that may have been, to some extent, adverse to him, also, if they have some level of inherent fairness, also don't like what's going on. And then they start thinking about, hey, you know, this if this is what's going to be happening in this country, I don't think I'm going to like this very much. And they could be coming after me someday if they don't agree with me someday like that. Uh, so... As usual, what do Democrats always do? You and I have talked about this before, uh, and I don't mean good Democrats, but I mean these jackasses uh, that have so much power. They go too far. And when they go too far, they actually get the exact result that they have worked overtime to try to prevent from happening. Harry, is is it twisted for me to think that maybe the Democrats secretly want Donald Trump to get elected? And I'll tell you why. Because, you know, the things that they have done to this country, really since Barack Hussein Obama, uh, there are some things that are never going to be able to be changed back. I, this, there are certain things that are, we've crossed the Rubicon. We're never going back. And when Trump runs, which he will, and when he wins, which he will, these things are going to start to hit the fan. And the Democrats can then blame Donald Trump. You well, know- no, they'll take. I'm going to differ with you on this. I get where you're going. There, there will be a handful that are, and that would be Machiavellian type, you know, uh, philosophy. There will be some. They'll say, "Hey, I'd rather it be this guy." You know, they love having him. They don't want him to win, but then when he does, it's like the media. Oh my God, they should wish that he would run and and win. I mean, think about how boring their job is anymore. They they don't they don't write hard news. They make excuses for Joe Biden. Uh, so the Democrats don't want him. They don't like the direction he'll take the country. But if he wins, then they'll be right back in business with their cottage industry. Of course, and everybody gets rich and the Democrats will be in the minority which makes it an easy gig for the next next four years. All they have to do every day is show up 
and bitch and complain about how Trump screwed up the country. And, but they'll all still get all the Democrats will still get their high salaries. They'll still get to go to all the nice parties. They'll still get the hobnob with the muckety mucks. It's an easy gig when you're yes, in, the, in the minority. It's the best. Uh, some of them will tell you that it's the best. It's hard actually being responsible that they, they, they would be back in the position where they can carp. And then uh, do all the Rumpelstiltskin stuff that they do until they get power again. And then this will be rinse and repeat. And that's why the um, the country never gets fixed, because if you think about it, Democrats break it. Republicans fix it. Then they tire the Republicans that they get called evil names and all this. And the people come back and they vote for the Democrats. They break it again, uh, ruin the military. Republicans have to come back in and build the military back up. I mean, Obama almost destroyed the Navy uh, and and so many other ways wrecked the military. Uh, I guarantee you, even just one term of Joe Biden, there will be so many things militarily that will have to be reinvested and things that will have to be fixed. Uh, It's going to happen. Trump is going to run and Trump is going to win. You mean you mean Obama destroyed the Navy corpsmen, don't you? Corps, yeah, corps. <laughs> corpsmen. Okay, so one other thing. Uh, I guess you heard about um, the uh, army now suggesting that 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 their members get food stamps in order to help them to feed themselves with all the inflation. Yeah, it was ha- now, happy news. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to see if I can connect the dots here. There are certain things going on, and and I think there's a common thread here. So you have the government, you you have you have us selling farmland to China. You have the Ukraine situation with the fertilizer, and which is up I don't know how many hundreds uh, hundreds of times the cost of fertilizer, which means that the farmers can't produce the amount of of crops that they once did. Seeds are up. Uh, 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 they're twice, uh, uh, seeds cost twice what they did. You have the supply chain issues. You have the inflation. And you have now this possible rail strike. No, the rail strike has been averted. But, uh, yeah, but I'm saying this, yeah. this, this is averted now. But I'm saying all of these things come together yeah. in, in that they control how much food people get how much food they're going to have access to. Now you look at countries where the people are in, they, they control these people, their people entirely. These people are poor and they are hungry. Hungry people are easier to control. Starving people are easier to control. Poor people are easier to control. If you have people spending everything they make to feed themselves, and then eventually there isn't even enough food, you have empty shelves. Andy, I've got to jump. I'm two and a half minutes late for the bottom of the hour, which is a tight break. And I only went this far because you're you're interesting. Uh, I'm going to agree with all of it. And I'm going to double down. Obama went for the health care because if you control the health care, you control the person. If you control the health care and you control the food. Oh, my gosh. You people will they'll do anything. Please just I don't you know, I don't want my kids and and my my wife, my husband, my, you know, my parents to to starve. Please, I'll do anything you want. It's it's always about control. Let me add one last thing, which you may have gotten into or you may not have gotten into, but it did not escape me in the slightest least. And that is that if they create an emergency, 
then they get to call out that there's an emergency. And I've been saying this since the pandemic. The problem with all this power that they took, they never want to let it go. They're always going to have an emergency because then they can take civil liberties and do things that otherwise they wouldn't be able to do. Uh, it's it's insidious. And, and we've that's why this midterm election could not be more important. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Don't go away. One open phone line at 609-407-1450 on the Hurley in the Morning program. This is WPG Talk Radio 95.5 South Jersey's number one talk station. This is the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network. And Harry Hurley with three stories you can follow right now. And I've got a ton up. I I wrote five yesterday. My interview, and it was wide-ranging and associating accompanying article about Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds and the potential for a first-ever mental health court in New Jersey. Could be a big game-changer. A racial slur was placed on the dorm door of an African-American student at a New Jersey university. We have the story. And an Absecan man has been indicted for the Absecan Dollar General Store shooting. That and more. From the Town Square, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zero. Temperatures today will end up about 5 degrees cooler than yesterday. We're around 60 this morning. We'll see a high of 77 today. Sunny and breezy. Overall, another really nice September day. Clear tonight and even chilly in spots. Low of 52. Could be some 40s in the middle of the Pine Barrens. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and pleasant. High of 78. Reaching for 80 degrees with a few clouds Saturday. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Finding great candidates to hire can be like early in the morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Hi, it's Mark Levin. Join me this evening at 6. Now back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you, Ray One, and we're back to your calls in just a moment. First, this is Harry Hurley for Batteries Plus Bulbs with stores in Northfield, New Jersey at 900 Tilton Road and on Route 73 in Mount Laurel. Roy, Scott, and their team are extraordinarily service-minded, and they have creative solutions to fix your cell phones. I had a great experience just last week with my cell phone. I didn't need an appointment. I went right in. They put the new battery in, working great, uh, and uh, I really needed it because it was just, just I can't say discharging. It, it just wasn't, after two years, it wasn't holding uh, a charge to, to the degree that I needed to with the work. That I do with this phone. Uh, they do a really good job. Tablets, batteries for your various power tools, cars, boats, motorcycles, golf carts, and other devices, and performance batteries. They've got it all. They have what you need. Get ready for the storm season as well, including generators, which they have, and so much more. Do as I do. Shop local. Shop batteries plus bulbs. And tell Roy and Scott that early in the morning sent you. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Hi, Harry. Um, I want to discuss inflation. Um, December 21st, the average price of gasoline in New Jersey was around 340 It shortly spiked up over $1.50 after Russia invaded Ukraine. When we're dropping our kids or grandkids off at school, note that all the kids are wearing Chinese clothes or clothes made in nations that are bankrolling the Russian military by buying oil at, at, from, from Russia. Uh, we got food riots in Austria and, Slova- and um, Slovakia in the last week or so, and tens of millions of people are going to go hungry and cold this winter. 
possibly even in the United States, because as this war drags on. And as it gets colder, Russia will have the upper hand. So, Actually, uh, John Zarek's going to come on in the 8 o'clock hour. I know he's going to bring it up. Actually, Russia is not going to have the advantage. They'll have the advantage around Europe. They will not have the advantage in the war against Ukraine. Ukrainians are used to the cold. They've been fighting in the cold for a number of years. Russia actually has a military that's punking out in real time. It's going to start getting cold there in October. Ukraine will have a decided advantage in the cold. So I want to just draw a distinction. If you were speaking about Europe and how they're in Germany firing up, uh, you know, uh, coal and all these other things that they thought that they had done done away with foolishly uh, because they put all their eggs in one basket. Uh, that's true. Europe is going to have a very, very bad winter. The Russian military is going to have a bad winter against Ukraine. You you we may there have different opinions on that, but I just feel like we're sanctioning ourselves. Well, by the way, go. I don't want to torture one point, but how could I be wrong about that? Ukraine can handle the cold and Russia will not be good in the cold. And their advantage in terms of energy uh, is not going to help them uh, on the battlefield, which is which is them trying to take uh, Ukrainian land. Uh, All the other things you said, I agree with. Uh, They have the upper hand because they control such a large percentage of, in particular, the natural gas uh, for all of Europe. But is Russia has no advantage uh, fighting Ukraine in the cold, and, and I'll, I'll have John Zarek talk about that in about twenty minutes. Anyhow, what else? Chuck Malamont, um, I'd like to ask him if if, the, if you think there's a say a thirty or forty percent chance that there will be um, uh, discrepancies in the midterm elections, like most many Republicans believe in varying degrees there were in Trump's reelection campaign. Would he recommend uh, pulling some cash out or going short uh, bef- right before the election? Because that, that would really be – I think there's good Republicans. When you see these signs, I think Republicans, if there's blatant election fraud, will – I'm not going to say they're going to go George Floyd on, their, on in our cities or anything, but pe- it's just going to separate. You're going to have more people like the lady that calls you first at 7, the 7 o'clock hour saying it's hopeless trying to yeah. reach out. Here's what I think. Uh, I'll ask Chuck about that. But here's what I think. They're not going to be out. It's not going to be the zombie election. They don't have the total control. Uh, yeah, they want to keep their drop boxes and they want to keep some of the stuff and some of the rule changes that they put in place. But a lot of the states have corrected a lot of those deficiencies where we went from three, four percent, five percent declination of ballots down to like point five, point four. Uh, it was just crazy what they got away with. Uh, they are not. That's why I said long before anyone else. Trump has to win by a whole lot to overcome how they're going to cheat. And I'll say it again. Only this time, I believe Republicans have learned the lesson. They're going to do better in early voting. Uh, They may not win early voting, but they're going to do better in early voting and then dominate on Election Day itself. The Democrats take this to the bank. They will not be able to cheat enough to win. They're going to cheat. This is what they that's who they are. It's what they do. But they're not going to be able to cheat enough in order to win. That's how big the mandate is uh, that they've done a terrible job and they're going to be held accountable. I've got to get the break in. We're going to come right back to your call. 
407-1450. This is Hurley in the Morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins this afternoon at 1. Now, Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. According to calculations of American Institute for Economic Research economist Peter Earle, inflation has increased by 13% since Joe Biden took office. I think it's even higher than that. Uh, University of Chicago economics, economics team actually um, says it's even more at 14%. So they agree with Earl, but they even think it's even worse than that. Uh, horrible fiscal policies, reckless spending, indebting generations of Americans and nothing to show for it. Calling something the Inflation Reduction Act that actually increases inflation only in bizarro world. Can they get away with this kind of thing where the exact opposite of everything they say and do is actually true? Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Morning. Uh, Listen, Phil Murphy is not a nice person. Nice people don't put others out of business that had them for decades. Nice people don't raise the health insurance of Atlantic County workers 20 some more percent and not the state workers you know he's not a nice person john do do you agree that chris christie is a nice person no i don't like him okay because he he took away uh every single um pensioner their cola increases for the rest of their lives it's one of the worst decisions and one of the cruelest decisions probably that you'll ever see uh you gotta uh, look you don't have to listen to me I say you have to separate the policies from the person. Uh, I criticize the policies, but because someone has a different philosophy of doing things, and there's no doubt, all of us agreed, you know, the the distancing between the tables, even when they could get back open, uh, how long they couldn't open for, that we lost one third of the restaurants. I mean, all that is open for criticism. But there is, in my estimation, a difference between someone's government philosophy and you that does not mean that you're a horrible person i mean i, I just give you one good yeah, example yeah listen people that have serial killers live next to them right yeah they 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 never knew and they said oh he was just the nicest person you know such a good family man and all that that man is so sneaky. Jack Gitarelli should be the governor right now. Well, you... keep in mind, keep in mind, he's the opposite of sneaky. I remember saying openly, I just can't believe it. He's actually told everyone, I'm going to increase your taxes. And he won in a rout. He's the opposite of sneaky. He's open and honest about what he's going to do. He was open and honest about what he was going to do during the pandemic. It leaves uh, a, law, a lot of the... Uh, the the citizenry to to not agree with it but being sneaky means you're trying to get away with something by definition my friend he's the exact opposite of sneaky he does it right to your face how do you deny that he had things he had things in the works uh before he won that 
uh, this last election that he didn't want to escape out. But it was well, I mean, I don't know what specifically you're talking about, but what elected official doesn't do that? Well, yeah. I mean, every elected official running for reelection wants to accentuate the positive and and do everything they can for for anything that could be perceived as a vote killer or negative to be taken away. You know, they don't want that out there. If they can if they can if they can manage that. That's not unusual. I mean, you got to hate every politician then. Hate them all. Wow. Did you quit on me? Holy cow. See what I mean? Now, that's a guy that almost thinks I walk on water. But we are in a day where if you like Trump, that's how you get treated. Or if I like Murphy, that's how you get treated. That's pretty amazing. That's one of the kindest callers to towards me that exists in this audience. And I'm telling you, this is where our country is so utterly, completely broken. Everybody heard the, the gong when you hung up. Uh, you what? You couldn't take it because I don't agree with you. I don't agree that somebody that I just disagree with their policies. I have to then say, like Charlie Crist, that you're um, uh, Satan. I mean, Charlie Crist called uh, called uh, Ron DeSantis Ron De Satan. It's on video, audio. It's captured. He can't say he didn't say it. And he was he was so self indulgent, self absorbed, and and sick. They was actually portraying himself as Christ. Look at my name. Look at that one letter. Look at that. Look at that name. And then and so you got Christ and you have Satan. I mean, that's where we are right now. And I'm just I'm I'm right up front about it. I'm not playing your game. I'm not playing your game. I'm not going to listen to you tell me I got to hate somebody that I like. If that risks you not liking me, goodbye. That's the way it is. But this is this is what they've done to our country. They have people who like each other fighting with each other. I'm not getting into that. I'm not I'm not allowing it. That much I have control of. I don't have to get into that. But that's what they want. They're getting and and your suckers are falling for it. Not everybody, but the suckers are falling for it. I I don't know. Always in American history, you can turn away, turn around a dark chapter. I don't know anymore with this. This country is so infected right now with vitriol and it's it's palpable. It's so bad. And I don't know that we I just don't think we can go back to where people could disagree with things and still like one another. If you don't agree and they're so stupid about it, if you don't, you have to agree 100 percent or it may as well be zero. That's another crazy phenomenon that's playing out. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Morning, Harry. It's Project from Point Pleasant. How are you? I'm good. I'll tell you, what a, what a morning. I'm listening to you, and uh, um, it's amazing. You're right. We're at a impasse in this country where the opposing opinion 
is no longer allowed, no longer accepted. You either think the way I do or screw you. And by the way, how does that make us any better than the side we criticize? It's this, it's both sides behaving the same way. It, it, it doesn't make us any better. But unfortunately, Harry, unfortunately, um, it, it is what it is. And we have to... The, we have to get tougher. We have to be able to defend ourselves because you're when you're dealing with the devil, and the devil is in sheep's clothing. I mean, Murphy's the devil. He's in sheep's clothing. He smiles. He, he does, does, and um, he still has a following, and he's destroyed the state. Uh, but, hey, I, I, not that I don't care, you know, today or tomorrow, it doesn't matter. This is the evil of politics. And we have to accept that if we sit here like sheep or if we sit here and don't get strength, because, you know, at the end of the day, I told you, I'm an independent. I'm not Republican. Right. Because they're- Bridget, let me get a last comment in only because I only have 20 seconds. And, and I want to say this. New Jerseyans are very good at the reset. If the state goes too far one direction... You get, say, a Christy Whitman or you get a Chris Christie. You're going to see Jack Cittarelli is going to win uh, in a couple of years. It will be New Jersey making a correction, a course correction. It's going to happen. The same thing happens with great regularity at the national level. The House of Representatives is going to change. Kevin McCarthy will be the Speaker of the House. Nancy Pelosi is going to be the ambassador. Where did I say? Uh, there's a, um, I don't know. I don't remember. But one of the nations uh, where Joe Biden's leaving it open, she's going to be that. And we're going to, again, make a course correction. John Zarek is next. WGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let me tease something we'll be talking about early in the next hour. I read something recently so dumb that it it almost defies logic. It was a poll that said there's an 80 percent chance that Democrats will have between 48 and 54 seats after the November 8th election. No kidding. No kidding. I'll go even further. I say it's a 100 percent chance. Not 80. It's a 100 percent chance. It's. Basically, if you count the two independents, it's 50-50 right now. So this thing is either going to be 50-50, 51-49, either way. 52-48, I think, is probably – I've said this uh, more than a year ago – probably the the max. But for, for 48 to 54 seats, the 80 percent chance. That's hilarious. All right, John Zarek is here. John is the official and exclusive. I'll talk more about that after the break, after the top of the uh, hour break uh, in the 9 o'clock hour. John Zarek is the official and exclusive lead counsel for criminal defense legal matters for the Hurley in the Morning program. And each and every Thursday morning, John presents 
and the law offices of John Zarek presents, which is John and his team, Smart Law with John Zarek. The law offices of John Zarek focuses their efforts on criminal defense law. The goal is to provide you with the very best legal defense. John has offices all over the place, but here's one central number that you can rely on. You don't have to worry about having it. John has many different phone numbers. Just keep this one. 609-641-2266. 609-641-2266. They're on the web at johnzarek.com. Counselor, I have a uh, listener request, a listener question that I would like to pose to you. Are you game? Let's run with it. I appreciate that. And uh, the Johnny Carson rule was in effect. We didn't talk about it beforehand. Uh, that's how he rolled. He, he, you didn't meet with him before the show. You just came out and you did the show, and it was always better that way. Uh, I mentioned the caller. This is something that you and I talked about as recently as yesterday. He was mentioning a lot of really good points. And then he said, and Russia is going to have the advantage this winter against Ukraine. And I stopped him. I said, no. I said, look, Russia is going to have an advantage because they're going to put all of Europe in a tight box because they can control uh, how much natural gas they will allow to flow. But I said, the Ukrainians are going to have the advantage in the winter. I said, however, let's wait for John, because you were minutes away at that point, to comment on that. Did I tell him correctly? Ukrainians will have a winter's advantage over Russia in the war. I'm, I'd be shocked. I'll fall out of my chair if you tell me that you don't agree with that. Well, Harry, uh, it's that's a little bit of a no-brainer to, to answer that question. First of all, uh, Ukrainians have been fighting the Russians in the cold, in the snow, in the freezing weather for, you know, eight years now. So they've been, oh, yeah, eight years solid going on nine uh they're used to it they've been fighting the battle for a long time they're very well trained they're 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 experienced you know there was a lot of rotation in the ukrainian army everyone got into the act during the um after the crimea after the invasion and crimea and so forth so uh they've been uh they've been doing this for a long time so the cold is not going to bother them at all. And if you were fighting in the cold, in the winter, in the snow, where would you rather be? Would you rather be in uh, a, another country uh, fighting among the population that absolutely hates you and will kill you in, <clears throat> in two seconds, appropriately so, I might add? Or would you rather be with your friends and neighbors and countrymen who absolutely idolize you because you're the guys out there fighting the people that have killed their kids, their parents, their loved ones who have destroyed their cities. Where would you rather be? Which, which side would you rather be in the midst of the uh, cold and winter weather? <laughs> well, of course, of course you'd rather be Ukrainians. Um, and they can't, they're licking their chops. They can't wait to get um, at the Russians during the winter. Um, if there are any Russians left in the country, 
So uh, I, I, I think there will be. But, you know, you have to understand this isn't just the Ukrainians made some advances or had some some success on the battlefield. This is a full-scale route. Russians, uh, primarily, you're talking about a bunch of kids. They don't want to be there. It's really like the flip side of the United States and Vietnam. They don't want to be there. They don't understand why they're there. They were told they were Nazi to wipe out Nazis. They knew that was nonsense the, you know, the first week they were in Ukraine. So they don't want to be there. They don't, they don't like it there. Um, the commanders, historically, the Russian army soldiers have been treated like dirt. Um, they're not getting fed. They're not getting, uh, they know if they die on the battlefield, there's a really good chance that they'll just be left to rot. They, the, the, the people won't, the other soldiers won't make an effort to gather up their bodies and get them home. Uh, it, it couldn't be worse for them. Um, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've talked before about, um, so we've had experience, my brother and I have had experience interacting with, uh, either being there or interacting with people, um, um, in Poland and, and Ukraine. Um, I didn't actually go into Ukraine. I was on the border, but my brother Mark did on, a, on, um, you know, on both trips. And uh, there are a lot of people there that are very, very enthusiastic. And by the way, they absolutely love the United States. Um, they would they they refer to us as America. That's it. America means the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they love America. They're motivated by everything that it, Americans do. Um, Again, I mentioned when we were working with refugees coming across the border, mostly women and children by the hundreds, thousands. And we were the first people they'd see, basically. And, uh, you know, we'd get them organized and transported. And uh, they were often so traumatized, they would say, we don't want to stay here. We're going back. You know, in other words... They were so traumatized, nobody went back. And obviously, they weren't going to go back to bombed out buildings and shelters in the basement and starving and and no medicine and so forth. They weren't going back when they had an abundance of things very close by and all their needs taken care of. <clears throat> but they would say, you know, we're going back. Um, we, don't, we don't want to stay here. That would typically be the spokesman would be the oldest person in the family. And, um, you know, we, we would simply say, we're from America. We're going to help you. And that would, that would be it. That and would imagine be- the great comfort, uh, that just those words, because they have such reverence for America and America's word and that America can help them in their time of need. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty special. John, hold on for the break. We're going to be right back in just a little bit to the gentleman caller. Uh, I promised you that I would pose your question to John. Uh, I knew John's answer because on this occasion, we just happened to have talked to talked about it as recently as last night. I agreed with the caller's larger point that um, 
it's going to be a rough winter for Europe. And Putin is going to make it uh, that way by design. But in terms of when he went to the point that uh, Russia will have this advantage over Ukraine in the war, uh, that just um, was not true. And John just backed it up. We'll be back in just a few minutes with John Zarek. I am. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. Download every Hurley in the Morning program as a podcast on the WPG Talk Radio app. Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. It is 20 minutes past the hour. Back to John in just 60 seconds. This portion of our program, Hurley in the Morning, also brought to us by Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling Professionals. Clearly, rising energy costs continue to be one of the top news stories. And we might disagree about the solution, but we can agree to make sensible decisions to keep our home energy costs down the best that we can during challenging times. Start by calling my friends at Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling. It's what I do. For the, And they've already done our, our fall heater and furnace tune-up special. If you're a new customer... Your rate is $79, and it's so comprehensive what they do. They will check, and they will clean your system. They'll make sure it's safe, running at maximum efficiency, and prepared to get you through the winter season. And that's regardless of who originally installed your system. That's of no you know concern. Uh, they'll, they'll take care of you. If your bills were too high last year, regular maintenance or a new system from Ambient Comfort may help with rising energy costs when comfort matters. Choose who I choose. Visit AmbientComfortNJ.com. That's AmbientComfortNJ.com. Or call 856-213-6586. That's 856-213-6586 for your $79 fall tune-up. Tell them Harry Hurley sent you. That's a fall tune-up for new customers, the special rate. They'll do it for anyone, but if you're already a client, um, that fall rate discount is for new ambient comfort clients john zarek time is yours yes harry so we were we were talking um weeks ago about uh, you know how things were likely to turn very quickly and uh turned out that way actually what what happened was the russians could not move on the ground they the the soldiers were not motivated they were just getting slaughtered by the ukrainian um soldiers who were fighting them they would uh you know the ukrainians would swarm them blow up their tanks kill their infantry so they weren't getting any place at that time the only thing they could do was lay back uh, 15 20 miles and shoot rockets and heavy artillery that didn't require any esprit de corps or anything else. The, the commander just said, fire in these locations and uh, these coordinates. And that coordinate was a town, you know, so they would wreck, completely wreck a town, wreck a city, a section of the city, uh, wreck a whole city in some cases. And uh, what uh, the Ukrainians had a tough time reaching back 15, 20 miles. But as we said weeks ago before this started uh we had uh american weapons german weapons french weapons lots of weapons polish weapons coming online and 
uh, things were different. What the Russians would fire, and pretty soon, in a few minutes, they'd have, because of more sophisticated weapons, they'd have uh, major shells coming down on top of their heads. And uh, the most recent uh, deliveries of, of howitzers, for example, from, from the Americans, can shoot um, up to, 80, up to uh, 40 miles. So a lot of, uh, a lot of firepower. That prevented the Russians from feeling secure any place. So they used to be able to feel secure back from the front lines. Now they couldn't feel secure any place. And uh, as President Zelensky said very um, recently before this offensive, he said, look, you know, if you want to go, the, the only safe place is to go home. And if you go home now, you'll live. If you stay, you're going to die. And, uh, and John, I heard a guest. I told you about him last night when we chatted. I don't remember his name because I came in a little bit into the interview. But he was on with Brian Kilmeade, and I've heard him on with Brian before. And he speaks with great authority. I don't know who he is. Uh, he's from Ukraine and speaks very, very good English. Uh, and he was talking about now they're confident they're going to win the whole thing. They're going to defeat the, the so-called vaunted mighty Russian army, which I think has really been exposed, kind of like Saddam Hussein, uh, that they thought had um, much more than he had. Uh, Putin might be out. It's funny that, you know, you, you go into something thinking Biden thought that uh, Zelensky should fold in 24 to 48 hours. Uh, this could turn out that that he is, again, spectacularly wrong like he has been for 50 years on every major decision where not only was that not right and that's already been proven not to be correct because they have shown their uh, their um, endurance here. But they could win the whole darn thing over time. This guy says they're going to and they were willing to make a deal. You know, look where we were at this point in time in this war. You had Crimea that was annexed and you had this much. They were willing to make that deal, it seems. He said it anyhow. Uh, now he said, no deal. Not only not any of the additional land that Russia thinks that they have acquired during the war so far, but they're taking Crimea back. Uh, Ukraine might just go for the whole enchilada, John. Well, they always have. Uh, they've never, ever, ever taken the position that they're going to give up any territory from the beginning of the war. In fact, even during the long eight years after uh, the annexation of Crimea, uh, they never took the position that the Russians had any right to any, but anything, any place. Uh, the war always went on. Uh, there was fighting constantly. Uh, they never took that position. So President Zelensky uh, very clearly, and he's very, very, very smart guy, um, the right man at the right time. And what he, what he understands is, and, uh, the one thing that the, the speaker O'Brien Kilmeade was wrong about was he assumed that they would, the, the Ukrainians would be willing to make a deal. They were never willing to make a deal. Um, you know, the, Zelensky, properly sees uh, Putin as a Hitler-like uh, person, 
grandiose plans, uh, Russian Empire, him at the head of it. Um, you know, he's uh, 69 and I guess bored with just being the boss um, of Russia, uh, being the gangland boss of Russia, making hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, marrying, yeah. not marrying, yeah. but yeah. Uh, yeah. simply having children yeah. with the most beautiful women around. You know, he's 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 bored with his success. Well, he envisioned John that that it was a big mistake. He didn't go to um, Mikhail Gorbachev's funeral because he believes that uh, he made big mistakes and that the Soviet Union needed to be put back together. That's what he thought he was doing here, John, and he got a rude awakening, didn't he? Yeah, this is this is ego driven. This is this is one person. Uh, this is very very Hitler like. In fact, if you take his speeches and you take Hitler's speeches, the same language, the same subject matter. Um, it's a, it's it's common to people who are you would say megalomaniacs. They. They envision themselves as the head of a great empire, and that's what he was doing. So we realize, I mean, uh, and certainly I think the United States realize or should, uh, but certainly President Zelensky realizes and the Ukrainians realize there is no bargaining with a person like that, like this. Um, you know, he wasn't, the troops were on the border, they weren't going to invade. Well, they invaded, Yeah. right? And they were only going to... They were only going to um, straighten out some Nazis a few miles inland. No, they tried to take over the whole country. John, halftime break. Hold it. I know you're on a roll. Hold it right there. We won't lose any momentum. We'll come right back strong. This other um, this speaker from Ukraine also spoke about the fact no deals because of Russia and what they've done, raping children and horrific things that he went through that were just very, very tough to listen to. Uh, so, you know, agreed on the point. No deals. Uh, we'll be back with John Zarek in just a moment. I have three, but I I wrote five pieces yesterday. It was such a busy news day. So I'm going to cover three of them. Uh, but that doesn't include the fact we did five just yesterday and one this morning that I'm going to um, highlight because I think it's a potential game changer. And I'll lead with that one. Powered by the all-new Bet Parks New Jersey Casino and Sportsbook app, BetParks.com. This is the Town Square New Jersey Info and Weather Network. At 30 minutes past the hour, it's Harry Hurley with three stories that you can follow right now on the WPG Talk Radio 95.5 app. I had a, a wide-ranging exclusive interview with Atlanta County Prosecutor Will Reynolds, and this is regarding the potential, and there's a lot to the story. Palestina is in there. Uh, a first ever mental health court in New Jersey. I have so many feelings about that. Uh, a racial slur was placed on a dorm door of an African-American student at a New Jersey university. We have that story and an Absecan man indicted for the Dollar General Store shooting. From the Townsquare, New Jersey Info and Weather Network, I'm Chief Meteorologist Dan Zaro. Humidity getting completely zapped from the atmosphere this morning. Today will be the coolest day of the week, but really our stretch of spectacular September weather continues. It'll be sunny and breezy today. High temperature around 77 degrees. Pretty chilly tonight, low 52. It'll stay clear and dry. Mostly sunny and pleasant tomorrow. High temperature around 78. Get weather 24-7 wherever you are. Download our free mobile app today. Do you have questions about Medicare? For early in the morning. 
WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. For complete contest rules, visit WPGTalkRadio.com. Thank you. Welcome back. 37 minutes past the hour. Smart Law with John Zarek continues. John, time is yours. Yes, Harry. Um, I I want to make clear uh, one thing that uh, we should all be opposed to. That is people saying, and I don't understand it at all, but people saying we, uh, we're spending too much in Ukraine, we shouldn't spend money in Ukraine. Basically, what we're doing is spending money, giving Ukrainians weapons to fight the Russians. Yeah. Hey, by the way, John, I heard the 25-year-old candidate for the House of Representatives from, I believe, New Hampshire, former staff member for President Trump uh, in the the communications area of the White House, uh, was not a high-ranking official, but was probably, you know, not low-ranking either, probably in the middle. She came right out and said it, John. She said that we need to be taking care of our own. Uh, we've got people hungry. We've got this. We've got that. And we're sending too much money. We need to stop sending money to Ukraine. It's actually certain Republicans that are saying this, John. Yeah. Uh, and I don't understand it at all. They're grossly mistaken, terribly mistaken. Don't they understand? I mean, uh, she's 25 years old, and I've got sneakers older than her but and, and ties, but uh, doesn't she understand? I mean, this is World War III if, if we don't do exactly the right thing here and make sure that this, that this goes well. I, I, I think they're really missing quite a bit here, John. Yeah. Harry, here's, Harry, here's what this is like. At the end of uh, your court... Uh, let's say you live on a cul-de-sac, and at the, at the beginning of the cul-de-sac, there are a bunch of bad guys, heavily armed, who are coming down the street. They're going to attack your court and kill. They're going to burn your houses and kill everybody there, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a couple neighbors at the beginning of the court, up where they're coming, who are fighting with them right now. They've got their guns out. They're blasting away. Some are getting killed. Some are getting wounded. Their houses are certainly getting shot up. And they say to you, uh, you're in the back of the court. You're not getting fired upon yet. They say to you, Harry, John, uh, 25-year-old candidate, whoever she is, um, we don't want you guys to fight. We got this. You know, they're little cocky they're a little they're experienced they know what they're doing they say we can handle these bad guys all we need is some weapons just give us weapons and bullets you know don't even worry about first aid stuff well we'll, that's that's secondary weapons and bullets we'll take care of these guys doesn't it make sense for us and wouldn't every single person in that situation Say, sure, thanks, really appreciate it. Um, yeah, you're going to keep the bad guys from getting me and mine. So, sure, I'd like to help you uh, with the materials you need to be successful. It makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. It is, it is perfect sense. 
it doesn't just sound like it. It is perfect sense. You, these Ukrainians, when they fight, and again, you know, we know this from contact with lots of people on the ground. Um, we've been involved in humanitarian uh, aspects of this, you know, uh, delivering tourniquets, deliver, you know, helping refugees, uh, delivering food, supporting uh, young drivers who drive all over Ukraine, especially in the battle zones to deliver food to people that are, you know, eating one meal a day, including the kids, uh, don't have medical supplies. So that's our, that's our aspect. But, but we know what's going on because of that. Uh, you, you can't do that stuff unless you're kind of in contact with people that are in daily battles. They are fighting. The Ukrainians are extremely, well, they're very intelligent. They're very brave. They're fighting buckle to buckle with the Russians. You know, when these Russians come and they send three tanks down the road, it's not like we're trying to shell them from uh, miles away. That happens uh, at times. But when the chips are down, the Ukrainians will run at those tanks and blow those tanks up and kill anybody that's around those tanks. They're not, you know, they're they're not afraid to engage. As I say, buckle to buckle, they they are belly to belly with the bad guys. All they're asking for is a very tiny percentage of our military budget. Not for people. They're asking, just give us weapons. We'll do the fighting. And this is our fighting. You know, if Putin is not stopped here, he consolidates power in Ukraine, which is not going to happen, of course, but consolidates power in Ukraine. The next move, he will not stop. He's like, he's like Hitler. He'll be in Poland. He'll be in Latvia. He'll be in Lithuania. He'll undermine those governments as he's as he's done in by the way the belarusians they 80 percent support the west and they want to be part of the west the only thing that happened is putin through you know various undermining of the government is able to install his people in the government and essentially run a terrorist organization like the soviet union did throughout history you know Nobody, nobody in those government, no, nobody dominated by the Soviet Union ever said, no, you know, 90% of the people in those countries hated the Russians, hated them being there, hating them, hated the people that they put in power, but they were in power and they stayed in power. John, let me get, let me get the break in so that we have a nice segment coming back. It's 44 minutes past the hour. The only other program in America that I've heard have this dialogue that John is doing right now is Brian Kilmeade every day. He begins almost every hour of his show with about the, what time it is here. And then, then he says, and in Ukraine, he won't allow Ukraine to be forgotten. There's very few programs. There's, I, I think there's just a, a, a complete disconnect in, in terms of what's going on and th- this, this divide or whatever you want to call it, where, where certain people are, um, either not attuned to really what's going on and they have they have an alternative universe 
philosophy about what you know that we should get out we shouldn't be assisting what imagine if we were not assisting what would be going on and if russia took ukraine you think it ends there i mean it's so self-evident that that putin has to be stopped and that happens by what we are doing our commitment we'll be back with john in just a few minutes this is Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Brian Kilmeade is next at 10. Now, back to Harry Hurley on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back. It's 51 minutes past the hour. John Zarek continues with Smart Law with John Zarek. Hey, John, take it back. Yes, Harry, we're talking about... uh you know, funding in Ukraine and some some opposition to it. Um, it's really a gross mistake. It's not uh, not a close call at all as to whether we should be spending money, not personnel, right? Just money, just giving weapons to people that are on the ground using the weapons and fighting and dying with the weapons. And by the way, lately, running the running the Russians out of Ukraine using those weapons. Now, what should we do? Stop giving them money? Uh, stop their progress? Stop allowing them to uh, run the Russian army out of Ukraine, reclaim their territory, eventually become a NATO member, mm-hmm. uh, which further strengthens Europe's position, the United States' position? What, what should we do? Um, what, were, what would these people do right now? Just stop and let the Russians win. I mean, there's no. And are they hoping that the Ukrainians will win without our support? Or are they hoping that the Ukrainians lose because maybe they had some political problems that we can point to as if we don't have problems five times as bad typically yeah see that's the point that i can't get past uh the ones that i hear and it's you know tucker carlson's been rough uh on ukraine uh that, that which i think makes a lot of his followers that agree with him you know go along and i mentioned this uh i mean you have to be 25 to be in the house of representatives this person is 25 she came right out and said that we're you know we have to stop spending all these billions of dollars in ukraine because because of this this and that uh they they are against it so then you have to say then what are you for you can't be for russia winning that that can't be so can it john yeah well apparently what are they going to where do they go how are they going to justify this it's really not thought out i believe i think it's it, it may just be a political reaction or it may just be not knowing what you're talking about because uh, the Ukrainians uh, have the Russians running, throwing down their weapons, leaving their tanks, leaving their weapon, leaving their uh, artillery, leaving their shells, their ammunition, uh, everything, and just running for their lives. That's what's going on right now. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they go all the way to the Ukraine-Russian border, at least in the north, in, in Kharkiv. Um, so they're you know, it's it's a spectacular victory right now. I agree. Do me a favor, John, for those that doubt the investment, because I believe that's how we should look at this. You, you, you look at this as an investment, not like anybody's wasting anything. 
look, do we have, you know, an accounting of every single penny? And you know how these things go when you're fast getting people, you know, uh, what some of these people now call kinetic supplies. They don't want to say war. Uh, you know, it's not perfect, but they need it. And we got off to a slow start, which which I fault the administration for. But they did come on, uh, you know, pretty strong. Explain the difference. We have about four minutes. Explain the difference between if Russia wins, what the world looks like, and if Ukraine wins, what that means. Then I think maybe maybe somebody that was looking at this differently might give it another thought. If 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 Russia wins, and they're not going to, I, I assure you, uh, if Russia wins, because we're not suicidal, we're not going to ultimately pull effective assistance from Ukraine um, or any of our other NATO allies. If we if Russia wins, the NATO alliance will be under severe threat. Mm-hmm. He won't stop. He will. He will destabilized and again you i mean don't. for example would he attack a nato nation would he go from winning ukraine which we're just saying hypothetically if he did to then poland would be next yeah what he would do what he would do is what he did in belarus belarus the the, the people in belarus hate the russians they don't want them there they despise their own government which is uh Russian installed, and what he would, but they're, they're ineffective to do anything to help uh, Ukraine or to move toward NATO because the gangsters have control. And what what Putin would likely do is spend tremendous amounts of money undermining the governments uh, on the border, uh, uh, trying to undermine Poland, trying to undermine uh Latvia Lit, uh Lithuania uh causing trouble in those countries and trying to install governments which will allow Soviet control or Russian control we call it Soviet control because we're used to the Soviet Union controlling those countries for so many years um you know it would be a, a real disaster for the world and he will not ever Stop. And, and think of this, Harry, um, and everyone should consider this. Do you think for one second, based on his performance so far, his destruction of major cities, his killing of civilians, his uh, assassinations of people all over the world? You know, he doesn't have just one group of assassins. He has vast network of assassins who are always following people in Europe ready to attack, ready to poison them, and so forth. You know, Russians and non-Russians, right? So do you think for one second, based on his speeches, his dreams of glory, his conquest, his hatred of the United States, extreme hatred of the United States, that if his leader said to him, look, without risk, without risk, we know there is risk, but without risk, you could destroy every major city in the United States, kill everybody in there, and uh, destroy all weapon systems in the United States, and we can move down through Alaska and take over the United States, and it would be Russian territory from one. Do you think he'd hesitate 
because of any humanitarian or any ethical or moral ground, do you think he'd hesitate to do that for two seconds? No. Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. He would never hesitate. He'd do it in a heartbeat. If he knew it was safe. If he knew it was safe. Cruel and unusual punishment here, John. It's uh, 30 seconds left in your program. Go. Yeah. So that's what we're dealing with. So it's very important for uh, our citizens, our elected officials, uh, for our national officials to stay on this and to push back against anything that looks like appeasing the Russians or trying to get along with the Russians or negotiate. It cannot be negotiated. And Zelensky knows that. And you know it from the beginning. Uh, there is no negotiation. You can't. The last time uh, anyone negotiated final and tried to make a peace when we we ended up losing uh, half the country of, of Ukraine. So, John, I got to go right now. I just want to end with compelling presentation. Well done. Thank you, John. WPG Atlantic City, WENJ HD3 Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. From Harry Hurley Way in the world's playground to the broadcast pioneers of Philadelphia Hall of Fame. I want to congratulate my friend, Harry Hurley. You're about to find out why Harry Hurley has been named to the Talkers Magazine list of the 100 most important talk show hosts in the nation. Live from the studios of Town Square Media in Northfield, it's Hurley in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you. Six minutes past the hour. I am so pleased to report, now it was going to be tomorrow, but I think this is actually going to work out even better because this gives us more time in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow when we turn off all the uh, the heat. So I'm kind of happy how this uh, worked out. Spoke with David Limbaugh yesterday. We're going to do Monday. And if you don't know David, David Limbaugh is Russia's brother. But when I tell you, you know, I'm sure he's always had to deal with, oh, you're Russia's brother, you're Russia's brother. And and all that is true. And, and Rush is the greatest of all time. He's the Babe Ruth uh, of all time. No question about it. But I'm telling you, David Limbaugh, who we've interviewed over the years, and he and I have become friends, he is the real deal. And he's been doing some really great work with his daughter. Now, we're going to be talking about his book. And it's about 10 feet away from me that you're absolutely going to love. Uh, It has a real uh, it's very different than than anything that David has ever written. And he's written it with his daughter. Uh, It's very faithful in in terms of um, the, the theme of it. And completely different than anything he's ever done before. We're going to be reviewing that. But I'm also going to be mentioning that coming out in the not-too-distant future, sometime in the fall, and we'll give you the date. You can pre-order it now, which I'm going to do. I might even do it while I'm talking to you uh, because I have the, the screen open. The book that David Limbaugh has written with Catherine Limbaugh is Radio's greatest of all time rush limbaugh which is it's just if anybody in this business that does not acknowledge that i mean you're you're just a denier and i just i'm just looking at the cover of the book and the cover of his book is the same microphone basically that we use uh with our logo 
I like this microphone, obviously. Uh, but it's uh, radio's greatest of all time, Rush Limbaugh, with Catherine Adams Limbaugh and David Limbaugh. And let's see. Is it out? I want to see if it's out. I'm going to order it right now. No. It's coming out in October. But I'm going to order it right now. You can get it Kindle. I like to get the hardcover version, so you're going to pay twice as much. But uh, I don't mind. I like to – I mean I mostly read digitally. But I like – I have a pretty um, extensive library. I like the books. I like to have them. Not just to look at either, but uh, usually what I'll do is, depending on the book, and I, I, I like to get autographed books too, uh, is I don't break the spine. I don't read the book. Uh, usually when you buy a hardcover book, you'll get the digital version. And I usually buy the book and then I read digitally. I'm not sure if that computes with what you do, but that's how I do it. But very excited. We're going to do mostly do the interview about the book that David Limbaugh and his daughter wrote. But I'll mention. I've got to. I'm going to mention the uh, the book that's going to be coming out, uh, Radio's Greatest of All Time, Rush Limbaugh. And no one other than David Limbaugh should have written written the book, you know, and, and Rush's wife. So it's going to be very, very good. And looking forward to um, uh, – Presenting David this Monday from 845 until 9 o'clock. All right, so here's the deal. I know we dropped uh, – Is this? A, I think this is a, um, a measurement. It's, it's, it's a number, right? A bajillion with a B. We dropped a bajillion phone calls in the 7 o'clock hour. We took a ton, but there were more of you than there were – the supply and demand was, was cruel – so we're opening up the phone lines right now if you'd like to jump in, 609-407-1450, right before, and we'll start taking calls after the first break. We'll go to break in about four minutes. I want to share with you because I see it. I see it, and I know from the email that I get, the social media comments that I get, people that I see out and about, the Democrat media is trying to pull what my former boss Nick Ribas would call the okie doke. Now, I, I've been through this so many times that I'm impervious to their lies. If you go back in time, for example, the year was 1994. The Democrat media was faking out, trying to fake out all of America, that the race was already over, guaranteed, all decided one way. They knew it wasn't a matter of who would be in control. It was a matter of by what size number and i was the contrarian i said they're lying to you they're either lying or they're really bad at what they do take your pick but this is not going the way they said and of course it did not and change took place for the first time in 40 years in one of the the um houses in the house of representatives and the uh majority in the senate changed hands and it was epic. One of the biggest in one election cycle that you will ever see. Obama's midterm election year was also huge. 68 seats in the um, House of Representatives. 
as far as I know, that could be a record. Uh, it's a very, very big number. And the Senate, if I remember correctly, could be as many as nine, seven to nine. That's also huge. I mean, in this cycle, you're talking about Republicans are defending more seats than Democrats, so it's it's tougher for them. And this is going to either be 50-50. And remember, it's really – there's two independents, but they, they, they organize – and caucus with the Democrats. So we'll just we'll just call them Democrats. It's either going to be 50-50, 51-49, or I've left open that it could be as many as 52 to 48. And if it's an absolute wave election, another one or two. But it's going to be quasi-close. The House is going to change. Uh, I hereby guarantee it, and I have before. The Senate, I've been honest with you from the beginning, is undecided at this point. It's it's too close to call. If if you if you could tell me, does Laxalt win in Nevada? Does Oz win in Pennsylvania? And does Herschel Walker win in Georgia? And I've I've maintained from the beginning, whoever wins two out of those three, their party is going to be in control. Now, Democrats have the advantage because 50-50, with the vice president being a Democrat, the 50-50 gives Democrats the working majority in the uh, in the Senate. This might be something if your history teacher didn't teach you this when you were in school, you might not know it. But John Adams, and this is very unusual, he's the only president that did it, when John Adams was defeated after one term, and it was cruel what what was done to him, and and I, I think the um, the make good was electing his son a couple of terms later. It wasn't right after, but a few terms later. Adams was second, and uh, John Quincy Adams uh, something like maybe sixth or something like that. There was a few in between, but John Adams did something that no president has done. He went. And ran for a seat in the House, I'm sorry, in the Senate. And he presided over the Senate. There's only only one, by the Constitution, there's only one job item in the job description for the vice president. It's really, they should have done more with it. But the whole idea was if something happens to the president... You don't lose the continuity of the government and and go into chaos because you have someone that by by the Constitution becomes the president. Not acting president either. They become the president. Adams actually went afterward and took a seat in Congress. Very unusual. Usually, you you know, you, you make it and become president, you don't even think about running for a House seat or like he did or a Senate seat or anything like that. So just a um, a little fun fact uh, that that's, that's what he did. And the position of vice president, we had an occasion where the vice president is by the Constitution the president of the Senate. And we've had a vice president long ago who every single day went to the Senate 
and sat there. You know how now they say Mr. President or Madam President, and it's just a member of the Senate. If the vice president is there, that the vice president is the president of the Senate. That That's an actual title. So they do – they could – they it, by the Constitution, they break ties if it's – Already 5149 or better, the vice president cannot vote. But in a tie, the vice president breaks the tie, and that's that's how the uh, the Democrats presently have the majority of the Senate. It's going to be very close in the Senate, a couple of seats one way or the other. All right, open forum. When we come back, I'll let the first two callers know who you are just to um, give you encouragement that we'll be right back and right back to your calls. You'll lead off with us, and we thank you for checking in. And you'll be batting second at 17 minutes past the hour. 609-407-1450 phone lines are open on WPG Talk Radio 95.5s. Early in the morning, WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Join me today at 3, but now back to Hurley in the Morning right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM, South Jersey's talk station. Thank you. Welcome back. I was dictating something, but didn't go all the way through, and I'm pretty confident this listener is listening as well as writing me. So I, I don't know if everything that I tried to write to you during the break got to you. But before you worry about this um, issue with the car any further, uh, if you purchased gasoline and all of a sudden the check engine light is on, it's happened to me, go unscrew the cap, screw the cap back on correctly because if the attendant they're, – they're fast. You know, they've they're, they're got cars and they, they get reaching in. They're screwing the thing shut. If it's a little crooked, it's, it, it, they didn't screw it all the way on – I don't know what it is about that, but it will make the check engine light come on. Check if that works, and please write me back. And if not, we'll get you in touch with um, who you need to talk to. 609-407-1415, open phone line. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Good morning, Harry. Good morning. Do you think that there will be, and I think there was a Democrat movement uh, in the last election, in the presidential election, I think. Uh, we saw an increase in um, the African-American vote in 2020. And sitting back and watching the insanity, the, this uh, insanity that's going on in this country, you know, well, of course, we have Klaus Schwab saying that you're going to love not owning property. So so we'll have squatters and oh, everything else that, until that's we actually don't own. That, that's encouraging. Let me read your mind. Uh, that, that turnout will not occur this time. Stacey Abrams, let me give you a case in point. So this is not just theory or just two people talking smack. Uh Stacey Abrams is in a panic right now because the African-American support is not there for her that was there in the previous cycle, not only for the presidential cycle of 2020, but when she ran two years before that. So I think that question is self-evident. That level of support that was there is not going to be there because let's not forget that they they are being hurt just like everybody else is being hurt right now. That's why I'm telling people, don't believe this this bunch of lies that they are spinning, 
trying to make you question what you think you know. Uh, this is a game that they're playing right now. They're desperately trying to hold on to power uh, and they're lying to the American people on a daily basis. I mean, brutally, Stacey Abrams actually said yesterday that she has never questioned the results of her election to Kemp and that she never questioned his legitimacy. Now, Linda, I know you're a very, um, mm-hmm. you know, attuned person. That is her head should just she should spontaneously explode. Uh Liar, liar, five star pants on fire. Uh, she not only has said exactly the opposite of what she said yesterday, she has said it thousands of times. She has fundraised off of saying that she was the legitimate governor and that it was fraudulent and all these different things and that Kemp is not legitimate. They are lying all over the place. So I think that's where you were going with this. What, what was your question going to be? Do I think the turnout? in the African-American community is going to be what it was. Was that going to be your question? No. Uh, well, actually, sort of. Uh, I, I, I think the uh, Democrats, uh, the Jason Whitlocks, and, uh, of course, he was he, he probably came over uh, the last election. But, I mean, I, I think they'll be coming. They, they're, they're watching insanity. They're watching. I mean, the homeowners are, are on the verge of losing their homes if, if this uh, you'll love you'll love not owning property anymore with with this new reset that they're doing in the world. I, I know that black parents cannot like what they're seeing in public education, and the insanity is such. I I I think you have for for the sake of the country. I mean, we have to come together, and they have they have to go Republican. They have to make the bite. Bite the bullet if it's a bullet that they have to bite, you know, and and you just have to vote Republican to save this country. Yep. And do you think there will be many to do it? I do. The answer is yes, because people know. Excellent. Look, look, when you see what's going on right now, people are hurting. We gave out the percentages in in great detail uh, throughout the morning here in terms of how much the cost of everything. I covered food. I covered energy. I covered all of it. It is it is just exorbitant. And people are hurting right now. And when they see people celebrating that this is the greatest economy in the history of America and they're having self-congratulatory parties and the president is, is uh, you know, taking Air Force One to go vote when he's in Delaware every every Friday through Sunday. I mean, just abusing uh, in so many ways. It's so self-indulgent. Uh, it's just it's just awful. And then yesterday in front of an eighty, ninety thousand dollar car that that's more than most Americans make in an entire year, uh, while people are hurting, uh, they're they're tone deaf to all of it. They're gonna take a spanking, what I'm trying to say on November eighth, that is going to be very, very significant. We'll see, Harry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank yep, you. Yep. I remember, uh, I'm the guy that told you in 1994 what was going to happen, and they were doing the same thing back then. They're even doing it worse this time, uh, which proves that they they really know that it's over, and uh, they're trying to get people to doubt themselves. Don't don't let them get in your head. Bob, you're on deck, which is going to be right after the break. You're on the air right now. Go right ahead. Good morning, Harry. Um, I. Uh, I feel the same way you do uh, about Governor Murphy. Uh, I don't like his politics, but I like him as a person. Yeah, and, boy, uh, boy, I gotta say, I, I took some some uh, some grief for that today. It's really amazing uh, how tribal this country has become. 
I don't know what happened to you can disagree with someone's philosophy of governance, but you can still be friends and you can still like the person. I'm just I'm never going to become one of those people, Gary. Oh, me either. either. I can't stand that. I I think it's. I know. When do you think it started during Obama's presidency? No, no. Here's when it started. Uh, It started with Bush v. Gore. Al Gore did something that I understand because it's torturous. He, I mean, if he could have just carried his own state, he would have been the president. He probably would have been a two-term president, but he blew it. He has only himself to blame. He blew it. If you can't win your own home state, if the people who know you the best vote for the other guy, then look in the mirror, pal. But Nixon didn't do it in 1960, and he got ripped off. There's no doubt in my mind that he got cheated, but he said, I will not put the country through this. Al Gore conceded, and then he took it back, and he put the country through an awful period of divisiveness. And then, of course, it left us uh, tribal. It left us as a 50-50 nation uh, where the legitimacy of the election was called into question. The contest phase was very bruising, and we haven't been the same since then. The only pause in that was September 11th, 2001. And that lasted for however several months that it was uh, because the goal was to divide America so that the other team could win again. Uh, I, I have I think I've proven that many times over that that is a demarcation line that we became divided and it's only getting worse. Yeah, well, uh, another thing uh, about Governor Murphy, do you find that um, he's open minded? Does he? Well, he's very open-minded. You might not get what you want, but he's extremely open-minded. I've talked to him about things uh, pretty regularly that we don't see eye to eye on. Uh, I, I gave him my uh, impression about that it was very important that there be a local person as Atlanta County prosecutor. He thanked me uh, for my um, input, and I'm not taking any credit for it because Palestina stood up big. Uh, a lot of people did, but there was a whole nother person that was already it was done. It was done. He's approachable. Uh, he's persuadable. Uh, certain things, you know, obviously his own philosophy of governance would make it that, you know, you can't you can't accomplish everything you want with the other side politically. But he's very approachable like that. And I could name several examples to where it was going to go one way and it wound up going the other way because he was open to listening to people at the local level. Uh, Remember, most people in his position, the person they had picked was exactly who they wanted to have picked in many ways so that if anything ever happened to somebody they want to protect, no matter how bad their their offense would be, that they could make it disappear and, 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 and do these kinds of things. Something happened recently that I promise you, and this person died. If it would have um, been a different person, that would have been like David Copperfield. That would have been the great disappearing act. Uh, and that's not possible if you're incorruptible, uh, which, which uh, Reynolds is. So he was persuadable on that. Uh, Palestina is having his way on a number of judicial appointments that I promise you would never go that way if you didn't have someone that was open-minded that you could work with. Uh, But it's all part of this divided country that we have. You're supposed to hate the other side. And, you know, not since the Civil War have we behaved or should we behave like that. 
It's 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 really bad. I keep saying it's the worst period in American history since the Civil War. Well, well I right. Well, <clears throat> I'd like to ask a small favor of you. Next time you're in touch with uh, Governor Murphy, could you ask him to eliminate this? non-shopping bag policy. Yeah, but, but I will tell you that's something you're not going to get. He's not he is not persuadable on that. I've already done it. I I wrote uh I believe 6 or 700 words on the topic, immediately sent him a copy of it. I've personally spoken to him about that. The democratic philosophy and it's really silly. And my brother said it very well recently when he said, "Hey, look, Straws went from plastic straws in paper wrappers to paper straws in plastic wrappers. Okay, that's honestly where we're at right now. That's how crazy it is, because you have to put the paper straw in a plastic wrapper because if it gets wet, it's it's gets all, you know, starts to get all degraded and mushy and stuff. So you can't put a paper straw in a paper wrapper and expect it to really hold up. Uh with with businesses that store them and different things like that and when they they're in the aprons you know of of uh servers and things like that i'm not going to bring that up because i've already done that battle and we lost uh where that will potentially come back around is making changes in the legislature which are slowly but surely happening it's quite amazing how much progress has been made there and more will be made in the next election cycle next year and Jack Cittarelli becoming governor because that's just stupid. That ban is just dumb. It 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 is really more about satisfying the 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 you know the 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 mass liberals that want want it to be that way uh, than than it is accomplishing anything. It's not saving any landfills. Uh, you know, uh, look, I'm I'm a big fan. If you're at Animal Kingdom and Disney World, the straws are paper. Uh, you got animals all over the place, birds and all these different things. Uh, so that's good. I'm all for that. But if you want to, you know, I, I personally don't use a straw. But if you want to use a straw, uh, typically it's much more comfortable with the plastic over the paper. Gary, I've got to run to the break. Uh, we've got a lot of calls to get to when we come back. Uh, you are the next caller, and we have one open phone line at 609-407-1450. I am. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. We're back 41 minutes past the hour. Right back to your calls. One open phone line, 609-407-1450. It's WPG Talk Radio 95.5, the Hurley in the Morning program until Brian Kilmeade today at six minutes past the top of the hour. Bob, welcome. You are on the air, my friend. Hey, how are you? Look, I just want to comment about Governor Murphy here. And, you know, I'll put it right out front, Harry. I really have a problem with Governor Murphy. However, I totally agree with you here. It gives you no reason to be rude and obnoxious. There was a video out years ago where Murphy was verbally assaulted while he was having dinner with his family. Yeah, I wrote a whole piece defending him about that. It was terrible. Exactly. Those people were so obnoxious. Because we can't, I, I try to convince my friends, Bob, we can't criticize the other side. 
when they say uh, don't let them have peace, don't let them sleep. If they're out at dinner, interrupt them, get in their face. I mean, that's Maxine Waters, as you know, almost verbatim. We can't criticize that if we accept the same kind of thing. I don't go for that at all. I remember Michael Testa, when Governor Murphy had COVID-19, and this is when COVID-19 was killing people. Now, I mean, I'm not saying it still doesn't, but you don't hear that much anymore. It's this fourth variant and fifth variant are pretty mild. And almost everybody that I know is gone for less than a week or about a week and they're back. Uh, And we've been in that crowd now. Uh, So Testa sent a pizza to Governor Murphy. And I'm telling you, the hatred that he took was, I mean, over the moon crazy. So, look, Harry, I, I don't want to contradict myself. But again, there's, we shouldn't hate. We shouldn't be obnoxious. Shouldn't be rude. Totally agree. But Governor Murphy's policies really impacted people in an awful way. Now, the lockdowns putting small businesses and a number of them, like you talked about it, they're, they've been in business 50, 60 years. Yeah, and gone forever. Hurt. They hurt a lot of people versus what the Santa's did in Florida where it just didn't happen. And, and yeah, the nursing home disaster, you know, again, he, he's really had some... And, and by the way, Bob, all that's fair game. And we've talked about all that. Uh, the, the, I, I said from the beginning that he moved too slow to reopen... And then when they reopen, remember, if you let a a restaurant reopen at 25 percent, you may as well kill them anyhow. You've either given them slow activating arsenic. You know, what's been going on? You know, somebody's been putting uh, um, uh, some kind of solvent, windshield wiper solvent or whatever uh, people poison people with. uh, And you're getting sick over a period of time. You don't die all at once, but you die. Uh, so being open with 25% was terrible. Being open with the space requirement where you couldn't have enough tables to continue to operate, that was terrible. So there's no question. There's a lot of the policies that, you know, leave a lot to be desired. But with me, they're two different conversations, though. You know, how you treat someone personally versus any type of battle that you want to do political, that's all fair game. Sure. I mean, I... I've had this with with Cindy's, you know, brother and sister-in-law. Right? Good people. They're very good people. Really moral, good people. Hardcore, hardcore Democrats. And you know, I've told them. I said, "Hey, you know, you prove the point that really good people can have really bad ideas. <laughs> and it can be really wrong." Okay, but the problem is, and, and really, it's most. This is mostly the, the problem we're dealing with. It's conservatives. We don't get that same pass. We don't get the pass that, hey, look, we're trying to solve problems. We're trying to do the right thing. But we don't think big government programs are the way to solve poverty, for, for example. Right? The, the trillions we've spent in the great society and massive government expenditures have not improved the lives of poor people one iota. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm with you all the way. It's not a two-way street. The other side, they're bad actors. They come after you. They come after your family. They try to destroy you. They say lies about you. I mean, look at Charlie Crist. Look at this unimaginable POS. He's garbage. Republican, independent, Democrat. He's everything in the in the rainbow spectrum. 
Uh, he has the audacity to call Governor Ron DeSantis a very good man, a special forces hero, by the way, a really good man. He calls him DeSatan. And at the same time, he points up at his own sign on the wall at this this uh, this little chit chat they were having with with the other lunatics. And he said, and look at my name. One more letter. He was posing himself as Christ and he's calling his opponent Satan. That that is a level of sickness. <laughs> you you heard about that, right, Bob? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Of course. I mean, I, I heard you laugh. I want to make sure you I, I know you you pay attention to all this stuff. I mean, but imagine that. That's as sick as it gets. Well, he's on a kamikaze mission. No, no doubt about it. That's uh, right. Aside from Trump, DeSantis is, is their big You watch. Charlie Crist has an appointment waiting for him in the Biden administration after he gets his butt whooped. He is on an absolute – That's exact, I don't know if you heard me say it earlier or if we just both are thinking exactly alike. That's exactly the term in my monologue that I said this morning. He is on a kamikaze mission. You can tell because there's a rabid it's, – it's almost like he's frothing, foaming at the mouth. And he's, he's tr- trying to find more and more visceral, uh, acerbic, you know, t- trying to top the last one. I don't know how, what he's going to go from here. He should have left himself a little breathing room. I mean, he went right to, uh, you know, his opponent is Satan. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's he kind of hurt the curve there, in order to to spread out his uh, his evil. But yeah, that's uh, there's no doubt. He he they know he can't win, so they signed him up to really do as much damage to DeSantis as they can. Because if Trump is not running or Trump is not the nominee, then they know that they're trying to soften up who could be a potential Joe Biden or whoever the Democrat nominee is. And by the way, I will say say this. There's a much better chance that Trump will be the Republican nominee than there is that Biden will be the Democratic nominee. I don't know when in the entire history of America you could make that comment. I I agree with you, Harry. Totally agree with you. Uh, it, you know, it just depends what what the the gangsters and and I hate to say it in the FBI and the DOJ come up with who knows who knows what they're capable of but uh, we'll, we'll see that's all we'll, we'll see but look just one quick comment the the Senate races the number of them are absolutely winnable if they if these candidates get their funding yeah well by the way I know you pay attention so I'm not schooling you here Herschel Walker has taken the lead. Uh, the uh, Ron Johnson race was going to be very concerning because that's an that's a uh, there would be a pickup for the other side. He is now leading his race. Laxalt is leading or in a tie. Uh, Oz is catching up. I mean, this thing is right there for the taking. Yeah, yeah, and and even in Arizona, you know that we we've got a couple. Look, you know, I've been pushing JD Vance and, and Blake Masters. I've contributed heavily to their campaigns. We need allies for President Trump to work with. He cannot be kneecapped by Paul Ryan's and Mitch McConnell's. Although I don't want to fight with Republican establishment. You're so right in this. Yeah, we've got to unify here. Yeah, exactly, because both of them know, are both of them are incredibly acceptable. Uh, if it's not Trump, I'm fine with DeSantis. That's why the several callers I've said stop getting into this game where you're trashing Trump to try to lift up DeSantis. This is no good for us. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm all in on that. Uh, if it's if if Trump runs, he's going to win. The last poll I saw yesterday was Trump 57, DeSantis 17. He, he can't Trump can't lose unless he doesn't run. Uh, th- there's no Republican that can beat him. But if Trump doesn't run, let's not get Trump and DeSantis supporters alienating one another because we don't know yet how this is going to go. That doesn't that doesn't serve any useful purpose and it helps the other side. Well, Harry, the the reality is for even the most ardent DeSantis supporter and I love DeSantis, no Republican can win without the enthusiastic support of, of the Trump voters. Yeah. Period. Agreed. Period. Yeah, so so, so, so there's there's no reason I, to get them against DeSantis. Uh, he's got to work really hard to not let that happen because that's no good for him. That's no good for anyone. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. All right, my man. Let me, let me go. See ya. Good to talk to you, Bob. Back to your calls in just a few minutes. Uh, wide Open Forum continues and will be uninterrupted uh, until Brian Kilmeade when we come back. This is Early in the Morning. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and on the WPG Talk Radio app. WPGG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. The global economic group headed by China and Russia called BRICS is dedicated to challenging the dollar. This means the dollar will be further damaged and along with it, the purchasing power of Americans. This is Stephen K. Bennett. I want to remind you that you can still protect your hard-earned savings from world events. How? By diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper assets and into physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To claim your free info kit on gold IRAs, simply text the word PROTECT to 989898. It's critical you get this information before the dollar is further eroded. And you lose even more of your hard-earned money. So text PROTECT to the number 989898. That's PROTECT to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation or purchase required. Take action today. Sean Hannity this afternoon at 3. Now, early in the morning on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back 10 minutes before Brian Kilmeade. Let's make it count. You know what that means. It's 56 minutes past the hour on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome to Hurley in the morning. You're on the air. Mayor, uh... Oh, do me a favor, Dan. I forgot. Kirk Conover texted me about 15 minutes ago, and I was very sorry to see this. The great Roger Federer is going to retire. So I, I, that just tells me that the surgery, it, he just could not resolve to be able to play at the championship level, winning level that he's capable of still playing. It's a shame. So Kirk told me he's going to play in the Labor Cup, and then he will retire. So... My favorite tennis player of all time, uh, total class act. He was a lunatic maniac when he started out young, but became perfect gentleman and the greatest, in my opinion, of all time. So uh, I wanted to see one more run, maybe him win a Wimbledon or one other major. Uh, that's not meant to be. All right, Dan, back to you. Well, uh, sad to hear that news. Me too. Harry, in 2007. 2007- 17. Tucker covered it last night, but you and I covered it extensively quite a while ago. It's when Kamala Harris and Amy Klobuchar and I believe uh, 
I believe uh, Senator Booker might have spoke about it, was the 2017th election when they brought in the election machine uh, hackers and uh, Kamala basically in the Senate said, yeah, they hacked it within 15 minutes. And these people were, I would you call them insurrectionists? I mean, they fought the election all the way up to this point, and they're still fighting the 2016 election. Well, of course. And I remember when Clyburn uh, went to Ohio and they wanted to put other electors uh, because they didn't consider the uh, the vote to be legitimate. How come that's not insurrection? Uh, when they were promoting faithless electors, remember that? Oh, it's not over yet. You cannot vote for Trump. Vote for Hillary instead. Be a faith faithless elector. Look, the shame of it is they have such a large Democrat media mouthpiece that they have gotten so far uh, to an extent. Although I will say, if they were really effective at this January 6th insurrection thing, why is that not on any list of importance to the American people? I could read you the top 10 items right now. None of them are January 6th. So all they're doing is a lot of hot air. They're not having any impact in my estimation whatsoever. No, and your point was brilliant yesterday when you when you were pointing out an inflation number while the White House was celebrating and taking $500,000 unnecessary 20-minute trips. Yeah. You were pointing out that the inflation is probably closer to 15 percent based on the prices you pay. And yep. guess what? You're the guy who counts. I'm the guy who counts. That's right. When we go to the grocery store. And by the way, uh, Dan, they also changed the way they report the numbers. If we reported the numbers in 2022 the way they did in 1979, inflation would be over 16 percent right now. So it really is just they 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 rig the game. Oh, it's not so bad. It's not like the 70s. I mean, this is only 8 9%. It was like 16, you know, 17% then. No, it's the same now. It's just as bad, maybe worse. You just changed the math. You, you devalued the number. You know, you, it, you just play games and then make it look like you're not as bad as you really are. Well, if they could change the numbers, especially the one about the uh, it not being a recession, all of a sudden, uh, and I'm going to change the name of the girl from Corinne to Corinne. Because uh, some of the stuff that she says, yeah, and it's Corrine, not Corinne, but it's Corrine. Uh, oh, she's 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 a uh, uh, just a, a liar. I mean, it's it's pathological. It's disturbing. I mean, she actually says this is the greatest economy in American history. She said we fix the border. The border is closed. We're fixing the problems that Trump left. I mean, this is this is illness that we're we're, we're witnessing. It's 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 terrible. Dan, I promised we were going to get in one more call, so I've got to jump. Appreciate your feedback and your content this morning. Welcome to Hurley in the Morning. You're on the air. Go right ahead. Morning, Harry. Um, I, I wanted to address this issue of Governor Murphy, and I, I want to defend you, and I, I will explain. Um, we've heard how you <laughs> uh, go on about Mayor Small. Uh I, I, it doesn't seem to me that he is your friend. No. Um, and you have a, you take a very different tact with Phil Murphy. Now, I, people who have listened to your show, if they know me, I've been in broadcasting for many years, semi-retired. And as a broadcaster, you really do walk a fine line because doing a talk show, 
and you are in New Jersey and you want to have a relationship with the governor of the state in which you broadcast your program. So does it serve you to trash the governor? Now, you know, what Ronald Reagan said, uh, it's not that our Democrat friends are wrong. They're, it's that they're right about so many things that simply aren't so. <laughs> now, I will tell you personally, I despise Governor Phil Murphy. Now, having said that, uh, I despise him in the same way I did uh, Barack Obama. But you could make the case with Murphy as you would with Obama he does come across as a pretty nice guy, and he probably is good with his family and his friends and all of that. Uh, I will say, though, that, you know, today, you know, Harry, politics is not just this, you know, ancillary thing. Um, it, it really is part, at least where the Democrats are concerned, Politics is really their religion now. It's their way of thinking. It's their worldview. Yeah, they worship at the altar of these radical philosophies. It's really true. It is. And, and in fact, they'll, they'll divorce their own spouse. They'll disown their own kids. Uh, they'll, they'll end any long-term friendship. I don't know why this has to be this way, but this is, the, this is how it's gone. This is the direction that, that we've gone, and it's... Uh, it's very bad for the country. Yeah, it's true. Well, you know, you want the man to be able to come on your show and have a relationship with him. Um, you know, even Barack Obama said the way to let ignorant people expose their ignorance is to simply let them talk. So, you know, again, you let, you know, Governor Murphy comes on your show and he can hang himself. You don't have to do that. He can do it himself. But the other thing I do want to stipulate, though, because I, I don't ever dump on my friends. We're not fake friends. We are really friends. And I don't apologize for that. No one's. Well, some asked me to, but you haven't. You've known me for a long time. So this is not strategic with me. This has caused me more aggravation uh, than anything that would be on the plus side of the ledger. So it has to be genuine. Or why would I you know, put myself through such, you know, garbage that I have to take and eat for this. But we are friends. We're not fake friends. We disagree politically. We agree sometimes. Uh, but we agree that we can look at things differently and we still can like each other. And I, that's how America always was. I'd like us to get back yeah. there again. Well, you know, Harry, you're a MAGA Republican and so am I. Yeah. Um, and you know Phil Murphy is with the party that basically considers you a terrorist, a threat to the country. You're a semi-fascist. Um, Phil Murphy has said he wants to turn uh, New Jersey into the California of the East Coast. That means he wants children being taught to hate themselves because they're white. He, he wants. To, uh, by, by the way, to show that we go at it on issues, uh, I don't know if you saw the piece, but it's up on the app right now, the WPG Talk Radio app, and also WPGTalkRadio.com. I took head on this uh, policy that's uh, happening uh, this month with with our children in schools, and and I put I delineate what they want second graders and fifth graders and eighth graders to uh, to to be taught. Uh, and we take it head on. So, again, we disagree on issues, but it doesn't have to extend into this uh, hate game 
that I'm just not going to be a part of. It's it's not me. It's not how I was raised. And uh, I'm never going to be that. And and even if it causes me, you know, some some stress or whatever, you know, I'll deal with it. But uh, I sleep well at night because I don't I don't dump on my friends and uh, I can stay true to my own beliefs, disagree with someone from a philosophy of governance standpoint and still like the person. Imagine in America in 2022 where everything is supposed to be tribal and hateful and each side. I mean, Charlie Chris calling Ron DeSantis, uh, Ron uh, DeSatan. It's just it's 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 a level of sickness that we just have to um, we have to come out the other side.